yesterday we were doing this. It was yesterday. Oh, I wonder. <laughs> right around the same time. <laughs> it was Nick. There he is. <laughs> Where in the world is Nick? <laughs> I like your shirt, Nick. I said it as soon as you came in. Who said yeah. I didn't like it? I just noticed that it's a Where's Waldo shirt. Yeah, as soon as D comes in, he's got to start posting. It was ruined. It was ruined. That's the beauty of my consistency. It's very hard to make to mock my clothing beyond the obvious. Nick, you, should, <laughs> yeah. you should be happy that you can pull off horizontal stripes. That's true. I That's guess. true. Sean Not many dreams of pulling <laughs> off horizontal stripes. Sure. <laughs> I think it's a football field. <laughs> Dark side. <laughs> you don't want any numbers on those stripes. Yeah. Dark side resplendent in the uh, army gray, green. Not it's a green, but like a, it's not like a strong green. It's not like an evergreen. What would you call it? Army, army green. is good. Army yeah. green? Yeah. Do rag and tea. Yeah. Hardcore. Very nice. That's uh, yeah, gang colors. Yeah, that's right. Hardcore. No gang colors in the studio. Please remove yourself. <laughs> Can't wear the do rag. I'm picking up the rookies rules now. <laughs> yeah. This place will be. They conduct business like Rookie's uh, Sports Bar does. And Beth Lockwood. Yes. Wow. That's all I have to say is wow. The uh, magenta pants? What color are those pants? I don't know. I Fuchsia. guess that's a good Fuchsia. color. Yeah. Somebody's fabulous. They are electric. I well, like those. taking my friend Alice to a birthday lunch today, so I figured I'd spiffy up That's a very nice. It's very nice. You polish up nice. Thanks. That's what Glenn told me. He's <laughs> <laughs> got work, work to do, but you're coming along nicely. And I'm wearing... Why am I telling everybody our clothes? <laughs> I don't know. I'm wearing my CJ, uh, given to me by CJ, the peep. Can't sleep, the clowns will eat me shirt. <laughs> Which I've taken to wearing very often lately for some reason. My kids really enjoy it. <laughs> Dad, wear the clown shirt. Okay. <laughs> wear the kooky clown shirt. Good morning, everybody. How you doing? Doing good. Uh, it's my song choice today, and uh, I think I've picked a really good one, but we'll get to that in a minute. A lot going on, as always. Very busy, busy morning show we have here. We've got the continuing saga of Moonchild behind the music, part three. Things are just getting interesting yesterday. I wonder what's going to happen today. Well, we'll find out. But Matt from Agawam's got that devious little mind of his. Also, um, of course, plenty of news. I was reading some email that was just just raving about the news that you present. I got it somewhere. Well, that's nice But it hear. basically just said, you you present the stories that other stations are afraid to present. I like to think so. Yes. <laughs> we discuss the topics that nobody's willing to discuss. That's what it's all about here in D. Snyder Radio. Also, Sagan Zivas, Psycho Dan, very excited. I think he put a little extra spit into the polish on his German helmet this morning. I think he's got some really good questions for us. <laughs> so people will be getting involved in that. Hey, you know what I was thinking? So, I don't know what our prize pack situation is, but I think I think if we use people's hypotheticals on hypothetically, we should give them a prize pack. That's a good idea. That should be an incentive. Yeah. Something so if you give us a good hypothetically, you get a uh, prize pack if we use your idea. It's good. I like well, that. Throw a freaking bone here. Also, oh, uh, oh, we got the D-mail. Oh, 
Do you think the lizard man will actually show up? That's the question. I hope so. Because Sobe's lizard man, who's a transhumanist, will be in the studio later. I'll tell you about that. But enough of my yakking. Let's kick it. Old school. Yeah. Good choice, Steve. God save the queen. Wake the F up. Steve Snyder Radio. It's Radio 104. At the end, you can hear the part I ripped off, and we're not going to take it. It was wasted. Check it out. said that Johnny Rotten noticed and said on camera somewhere that you ripped him off. Oh, yeah, he went nuts. But did he ever follow up legally? Could he have no, anything? He no, I mean, it's three notes. It's like eight notes is, is lawsuit. And probably, I mean, honestly, I'm not, you know, I mean, I listen, I, I love the pistols, and I said, God, that's wasted. It's right at the end. Such a cool little piece, you know, and I turned it into a thing, and I used it, and I'm not going to take it. Um, I've been very honest about it. But there's probably historically those three notes used sequentially a gazillion times. I'm just being forthright and saying, no, I didn't get it from box second movement. Uh, you know, I got I was listening to pistols like, oh, that's so cool. But he re- did a review on these things where you see a, a star review the new singles and mm-hmm. new records. They do that sometimes in the in the rock press. And Johnny Rotten had to review a bunch of <laughs> new singles. The first one he reviews is Twisted Sister. He's like, I had ripped us off. <laughs> Those effing C's. <laughs> it's like, really, Steven, I'll give it a C. And then he goes, and then everything else got an F. <laughs> so we won, you know, we sort of won in a way with a C. I guess you're on a bell curve, you're the smartest guy in the class. Definitely. It's right? like an A. That's like an A from Johnny Rotten. I got an A from... I'm from now on, I'm saying, I got an A from Johnny Rotten. On Only my tune. because he couldn't give himself an F. <laughs> Everybody else sucks so bad. Well, I didn't rip the entire song no. off. It was, a, it was a bridge piece. They used a little tail piece. Ah. It's a good song to rip off. It's a cool song, mm. man. It's a cool part. No future for you. <laughs> Sounds, we mean it, man. It was Sounds so like it does. Mad just for that one album. Yeah, really pissed, <laughs> just like me. <laughs> we mean it, man. That that and uh, Phil Ensemble, you'll appreciate that. And Pantera is saying, "Walk on home, boy." Right, dark side. Yeah. Anger, real anger. Old school. That's right, old school anger. Right, they don't see anger like that today. A lot of whining, crying babies. That's right. Except maybe Slipknot. <laughs> they were pretty mad, Beth. I don't know if you noticed that. I can't really tell what they're talking about. Oh, they're talking about a lot of excrement. <laughs> Very angry. Manson hurt. seems upset sometimes. They want to hurt people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Manson seems a little upset. He's got some issues. <laughs> I saw him yesterday on TV. Oh, he was on Fox News with uh, was Bill McCuddy interviewing him. He had sort of a... He was being uh, interviewed? Dick Cavett type cap. I was wearing a chapeau. He was wearing his chapeau. Is that big guy in the makeup and huge lipstick. You know when the liner is too much? I mean, too much liner. Oh. Somebody should have talked to him about that. I think he's just a tremendous psycho. But he was talking about uh, his views on life and religion and sex and 
It's just so funny. I, I could tell he wanted to burst out laughing the whole time asking this guy's <laughs> questions, but that was funny. The gang John wrote, this is a good one. Uh, D, here's the difference between you and Marilyn Manson. You used to jump off stage and bust heads. Marilyn Manson jumps off stage and humps heads. <laughs> <laughs> See, the subtle, mm. subtle one, yes. little subtle difference between humping and busting. <laughs> He didn't really understand what I was doing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I jumped on stage and I started humping this guy. <laughs> no, that wasn't it, Marilyn. That was, I showed him. You certainly did. I don't think he's that angry. He's just got an attitude problem. Hey, man, we've been through a lot. Get off our case, Weasel. <laughs> weasel. Freddie got fingered. I don't know what that means. Wait a minute, I want to find it. Andrea had a, a nice comment. Andrea, Queen of the Square Circle, on Psycho's song choice yesterday. Oh, great. Yeah, Psycho. She really liked your season in the other room. And we're in delay, so it takes a few seconds for the messages to get there. It's great to see him sitting there stupid. <laughs> <laughs> for a couple of seconds, he's just like a complete moron. Because you're sitting there like talking to him, looking through the window, and he doesn't even look at you. He's just like, look around his face. Yeah. <laughs> then he, like seven seconds later, he hears what's going on. Andrea says, well, you guys have succeeded in corrupting Beth. <laughs> Two years ago, when you first arrived in Hartford, you would have never heard the line, loving, touching, squeezing a guy named Bubba, <laughs> coming from the lips of Beth Lockwood. <laughs> it was a song. Just it was great. I was laughing about that yesterday. That is the funniest <laughs> thing you've said. And you're funny, but you said that was I'm just killing me. For some, maybe that's why. Maybe because it was just a little off color, you know. <laughs> I just added to it, you know. It wasn't like some witty repartee. Well, it rhymed. It a guy named Baba, yeah. I hope you're all proud of yourselves, Andrea says. Yeah, we kind of are. How about you, Darkside? Pretty yeah. proud. Pretty, pretty proud, proud of Beth. Yeah, yeah. yeah, pretty proud of Beth. Thanks, Glenn, you guys. Glenn, we we set her up for you. Take it away, buddy. <laughs> yeah. It's all yours, wild child that she is, Beth Lockwood. Mm. Um, tons of giveaways today. Always exciting to get stuff. Isn't that getting stuff free the best? It's better than paying for it. It's like, it's like Christmas. Especially if it's something you wanted. Like say you wanted one of four Fest tickets and you were going to buy them, but then somebody gave you some. Then you'd be like... <laughs> it's like money in the bank. Exactly. It's like a present. Billy Blazjowski said, it's great. I was going to get one of these, but now I don't have to pay for it. Something like that, he said in, in, um, in Night Shift. Also, Lime Rock passes for the car show up there. Lime Rock. Uh, Voices of Metal tickets. My God, people, please. I'm a man, not a machine. I can only give out so many tickets to the Voices of Metal on one show. <laughs> place is going to explode Friday night. It is. Yeah. People really get into it. it it's taken on a whole different vibe. Not that it wasn't fun back in the 80s, but you know there was a certain uh, anger, youthful anger. Now it's just, you know, Nostalgia going older on. fans reliving good times, and then younger fans who never had the opportunity to see the bands experiencing it for the first time, and, and you just see a lot of smiling going on. Too much smiling. That's what it was like at the Poison show. Yeah, yeah, everyone was having fun. Yeah. You know, even like they're putting this, giving the middle finger a curse, and it was like fun. <laughs> it was it was good natured, good natured FUs. And uh, I'll have the usual information, things that you want to know. We got a Twisted Sister tribute record to give away, Twisted Forever. Still, tons of reactions behind the music, a lot going on. So why don't we take a break? Come back, get into the recap from yesterday's program, which is entitled 
Put it in, coach. <laughs> I thought it was uh, put it in, coach, like on a plane. No, no, no. At first I read it, I was like, put it in, couch? <laughs> and I said, oh, no, it's not couch, it's coach. And I said, put it in, coach. I oh. still don't know what it means in either context. Well, it sounds like something one of uh, Nick's young boys might have said on his team <laughs> when he was coaching the team. Hey, you wrote it. <laughs> Over the years, my ass has taken a pounding. <laughs> Somebody's is. Um, does it have any relation to the relationship to the recap itself? I don't think so. Maybe at the end a little bit. I don't know. I was referencing... None. Know. No, I just got the word. None. Yeah. Okay, so what, you no. were in one room making up titles and Dark Sense in the other room choosing the recap? Uh, well, I was choosing the recap later on in the day, but I couldn't uh, get out of my mind <laughs> how much the scene from Deliverance reminded me of what was going on in Todd's office the day before. So, oh, is that right? <laughs> squeal, baby, squeal. Yeah, it's, you scored, man. You scored. I can see oh, totally. that. Come on, squeal. Squeal! <laughs> <laughs> now, Todd is from the Deep South. So, I, uh, I know. Detroit? Anything, like I said, east of Jersey. West, is a real sweetheart. West, west of Jersey is Deep South. <laughs> as far as I'm concerned. I'm not even sure about Southern Connecticut, quite honestly. As far as I am questioning some of the, some of the ways. Seem a, little, seem a little backwoods sometimes. <laughs> All right. Taking a break. Coming back. Recaps next. Stick around for more D. Snyder Radio. It's Radio 104. D. Snyder Radio. Get used to it. Highest in quality. I kind of like it. Best for you. Radio 104. Now back to D. Snyder Radio. We're off to get started. Radio 104. We're back. Digging my way through the piles of email. Fabulous reactions. People so excited about everything we're doing on the Sign Radio. And it's nice. It's feedback. You know, Beth? Definitely. I mean, you do things, you like to get some freaking feedback. <laughs> some people send feedback to Captain Howdy at ClearChannel.com. Or they call in through the request line and talk to us. Sometimes they leave voicemail for us on our Snide Remarks voicemail line. Let's see if I remember the number. 860-723-6071. That's right. <laughs> Don't mean nothing. Took me two years. I finally got it down. Yeah. Photographic still, memory. Still, <laughs> photogenic memory. <laughs> Looks great in pictures. Uh, still don't know the hotline number. I don't either. I don't think I ever memorized that one. Well, he changed it now. That's when I was kind of getting a groove going. It's because everybody had it. Yeah. Thanks, Pike. <laughs> I think his friends are still trying to call. You ruined it for everybody. <laughs> well, they got your ass out of here. Just kidding, Pike. I loved you. He's in town. Is he in town? Uh, no, he was in town this past weekend, though. So oh, I'm right. at the brickyard. Oh, yeah? Good old Pike. Looks pretty good. He's a staple. Yeah. God, radio. What a brutal business. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what a brutal freaking business. I think I got it made, though. I think I've got. I think I got it made. Famous last. Let me tell you. Let me tell you why. Let me tell you why. Because my livelihood and security is not solely dependent on this show. 
it is what I do primarily. But if they gave me the door tomorrow, I just call up a couple of my agents. So, I'm, you know what? Tell Rocky Horror I'll do that run a little longer. Set up that meeting with VH1 for the sitcom they want to do. I'm not really crazy about it, but I got some time on my hands. Call up my music agents and say, start putting that Twisted Sister reunion tour together. I could do that, there you too. Go. I'll be in your basement. <laughs> and they know it. They know it. See, they don't have the sort of Damocles hanging over my head as they sang in the Rocky Horror Picture Show. They don't, they don't have that. They don't have that. So don't have with me. Show me the door. We have, we have stuff going Watch on. Watch me too. on TV tomorrow. <laughs> I'll take you guys with me. You want to be roadies and stuff? Sure. Not really. <laughs> Come on, Darkside does. He's going, really? Yeah, beats sitting on the couch. <laughs> right, huh? See the world, bro? Roadies have a great time. You'd be a great roadie. Think so? Oh, yeah. You got, you got roadie written all over you. I don't mean that in a bad way. Say, honey, I got this backstage pass yeah, exactly. for you. Well, as of course, there's all, there's all that. Perks. Little perks, but I mean, you're traveling around the world and, you know, hanging out. You got roadie, you know, they get high and stuff. They get high and stuff. What's the job? They lift heavy <laughs> stuff, right? <laughs> yeah, they party, they move stuff. They're on stage. Yeah. It depends on your your job. I see, I see, uh, Dark Side Dave, I'm hooking him up with Mendoza as bass tech. Yeah. Because he's a bass right player. Mm -hmm. And, you know, so he understands the needs of a bassist. Plus, he's large enough to take a shot from Mark every once in a while and survive. Yeah. Mark went through more roadies. Yeah. <laughs> Great. Now, Mendoza's just wing his bass. And bass is heavier than most guitars over the... He used to throw it off stage. But it wasn't like... You see some... Who we just see recently do it? They're like... Sean does it. Throw it. And, you know, it's a good throw, <laughs> but you can see where it's... Oh, at Ozfest, somebody did it. Oh. You see the guys there catch it. Mendoza would just unannounced... Hurl it over the, yeah. <laughs> hurl it by the headstock, back over those big pink fences. <laughs> so you'd be standing back there, like tuning a bass up, and all of a sudden you look up, yeah. and there's like you know a 25 pound bass coming down on you. <laughs> He's like, no! <laughs> crash to the ground. <laughs> What's up with that? You didn't catch it. No wonder they called him the animal. He's the animal. He's the animal. <laughs> He's the animal, man. It'd be a good time. Yeah, it would. Hit the road, man. Keep me in mind. Europe. Weekends, we're going to do like an easy tour too. So we'll be hanging during the week, you know, just right traveling up. around, seeing the world, come All back right. on the weekends, do some big festivals. I'm in, dude. Get Count a DJ in. after the show. I mean, <laughs> you know, of course, that's with yeah. Michelle's permission. Yeah. yeah, that would be easy to get. <laughs> That'll work. <laughs> See, I have a note from my wife. She didn't mean anything. <laughs> <laughs> it was a VJ, not marriage. Come on, honey. <laughs> I don't even know her name, for God's sakes. <laughs> hey, this chick's got a mustache. Sean! <laughs> <laughs> All right. No. He's <laughs> a real sweetheart. Of course not, Sean. You'll be out there rocking out with your cock out, oh, too. Get, get you an opening slot, man. Yeah. Deep, deep down in the bill, but, <laughs> yeah. you know, you know the, not on. the main stage. Go on at night. Maybe not the second stage. I'm thinking, you know, truck in the parking lot, flatbed. <laughs> there you go. You know, <laughs> set up your own gear kind of stuff, but, but, but somehow you're attached. So say You it. can write your name in on the t-shirt. So you're saying there's a chance. There's a, there's a, I'm not saying, I'm not ruling it out. I'm not right. ruling, ruling it out. Awesome. What an optimist. Wait a second here. You're talking about touring? No, that was hypothetical. Oh, okay. Sending a message to management. You said Europe. Yeah. Don't F with me. 
I know, but you don't exactly have to give him an ultimatum. I mean, I'm not giving an ultimatum. I know. I was just—I was a purely hypothetical situation. This is what I'm saying. I'm in. I'm, sec I'm securing my position by not being desperate. Yeah. It's a good thing. It's a good thing, man. Yeah, but I don't want to be like. What are you gonna do, Mendoza or anything <laughs> like that? You know, no, later if like. It, if they dump me, they're probably gonna think it. They dump me because they think you could do it. Well, do us yeah. a favor. Anybody, and you can push the fart machine button and everything. If you got all going on, it'll be you. You can do it. <laughs> if you do do it, don't just send us a letter like you did to the guys in Twisted Sister. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. That was a first. That was official. You have to legally do mm. that. But we also weren't really speaking. It made it seem mm. like you just sent letters and didn't bother to even call. No, I didn't. But okay, I then they were hacking. But I wasn't talking to them. And they weren't so talking. the band had pretty much disintegrated. Yeah. yeah. They weren't talking to me either. It was mutual. Right. Nobody was talking to anybody. And then I, uh, he let, and that was full of crap. <laughs> yeah, they actually, <laughs> that's. Just thinking of something to say. That's right. They did make it seem like, you know, you just sent them a letter saying, hey guys, I'll see you later. I did. I know, but, but I didn't make. But they it wasn't say like that by that point. It was you like everything speaking. was fun. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, we, we just we were just like you know, we didn't talk to each other anymore. Hmm. At that point, it was ugly. It's like divorce papers. You don't get a divorce phone call. Well, you might initially. <laughs> <laughs> you son of a bitch! <laughs> I'm out of here. You'll hear from my lawyer. They didn't make it seem like it was an official like. Legal letter. Just oh, I got jotted a note? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's the feeling I got. Like, hey, guys. Oh, it sucks. Thing. I'm going to have to have them fix that then. If that's the <laughs> idea people are getting. No, it's 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 legal. It's form a formality. Right. Just like, uh, I should let out, I won't let out that dirt. That would be mean-spirited. That would be mean-spirited. <laughs> okay. You can do it. Yeah. I'm not going to do it. I'm not doing it. No, 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 no. But there were a lot of letters being sent in those days. Let's just say that. So they were doing their own letter writing. Gotcha. <laughs> a lot of letters. Well, if something does happen, I'd be happy to stay in that nice basement you got there. You want to hang out? Entertainment center and stuff. Yeah, I used to landscape. I mean, with your, you know. Oh, you want to be my gardener? I could do that. <laughs> I'm really, I'm good at stuff like right. that. Hey, yeah, yeah, Beth, you're set up, so you don't have to worry about it. <laughs> it's just like, look, see, you got to go on too. Say, listen, don't threaten me because I'm marrying pretty good. I'm just, this, if this thing doesn't work out, I'm heading back to news. See? See? I mean, you're, and you, I know you get snapped up like that. Just may have to leave the state. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, we just kept laughing when you're doing the news, Miss yeah, Lockwood. They'll have me. Have I'll have go you. back but, to news. Hey, it's not too far. <laughs> New York's not far away. Just slip over the border and you'll be doing fine. Okay. Uh, let's do the recap from yesterday's show. Put it in, coach. That's the title. And it uh, happened yesterday on Decent Night Radio. It's Radio 104. You know, uh, we're playing hypothetically here where people send hypothetical situations, and uh, uh, I've got one for you, Beth. Oh, okay. Okay. Subject, a question for the lovely, straight Beth Lockwood. Good morning, Beth. We all know you're 100% undoubtedly straight. I think she's talking about sexually. Mm -hmm. But even so, there may be some curiosity about your sexuality. Here's the question. Okay. If you were to sleep with a female celebrity, who would it be and why? <laughs> and then she has a, uh, is this from Girl Uncorrupted? Mm -hmm. Dying to hear what you have to say about this, and she has a guess. 
Okay, what's her guess? I'll let you guys guess before I give my answer. Yeah, well, she says Angelina Jolie. No. She freaks me out. I would think definitely freaks you out. I would think you're more of, um, you go more with uh, Jennifer Aniston. Okay. Nick, what do you think? Thinking Michelle Pfeiffer. I knew Nick would get it right. <laughs> Is that right? That's, That's right. That's right. I would pick her. Right? Really? Yeah. My heart would stop. I was <laughs> no, she's not that. my type. Wow. Well, you always stop to see that. Oh uh, yeah. If I saw that, <laughs> I don't need to live anymore. You know, I've lived a full life. Um, I don't know. It was such an odd question. I never would have thought about this before. But I guess I would just go for um, her. I think she, I find her probably to be the most attractive actress. So I guess if I'm going to have one shot, I'll go with who I think is best looking. And uh, she seems sort of also uh, somewhat down to earth. Like I wouldn't mind hanging out and chatting her up first or after or whatever. (laughs) I don't know how to answer this question. It's so bizarre. (laughs) How you doing? I could go get lunch, you know, and whatever. Go shopping. (laughs) Uh, Okay. Well, let's uh, let's not put poor Beth on the hot seat. All right. So what if you had to go with a guy, Dark Side? I was a good sport. Uh, Nick. Okay, I'll go first. Never You're, thought I'm about guess. this. Brad I never Pitt. thought of. Well, I was just. I'm going for the prettiest yeah. thing I could find. So I'd have to find hairless too. Uh, <laughs> so I got to find pretty hairless, petite, um, and a good sport. <laughs> a really good sport. I'm somebody's bitch. Uh, so is anybody prettier than Brad? Well, I, I think Rob Lowe is, but I know that you like Brad Rob better. Is prettier. <laughs> Wow, who's prettier than Brad? Some real pretty guy. Uh, maybe I'd do Brett Michaels. What the hell? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, Bon Jovi! Yes! Yeah. a bitch! Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm right, Bon Jovi. <laughs> if I had to. <laughs> All right, Nick. Uh, uh, Show your hand. Yeah, I mean, I'm feeling the same way that I would have to go with a, like, maybe Chachi or something like that. <laughs> like Ralph Macchio. Ralph Macchio? Yeah, maybe, you know. Nikki Sc- loves Chachi? Yeah, like Scott Bay or Ralph Macchio, just because, I don't know, they're kind of girlish a little bit. But They look kind of like you, both of those guys. If, yeah, they do. Yeah, you are the, you're the uh, Ralph Macchio type. But if I had to go down and turn. You know what I mean? Or something like that. <laughs> Be like, I mean, I'd have to go with a rock star. You know what I mean? And I know you too well. Our relationship is too weird. You're looking at me? Already, so I ain't going. What about the ice cream man? <laughs> I want you passing by. Dave. Diamond Dave. Yeah, you know what? That would be pretty cool. Like, David Lee Roth. Like, somebody like that is just going to be like a weirdo and well, stuff. You know what I mean? There are already questions about like, him anyway, right? Yeah, so I wouldn't mind something like, you know, David Lee Roth. That would be pretty cool. See, I thought for sure you'd say Sylvester Stallone. Well, Sylvester, that's a different story there. You know what I mean? That's a whole, then I don't know what would happen after that. You know, I, kiss Hollywood. 
can't have sex with Rocky. You know what I mean? He's Rocky. <laughs> dark side. All right, dark side. Uh, I don't know. And you can't choose that dead bass player from uh, Metallica. Yeah, I was going to say dead or alive. <laughs> <laughs> Rotting carcass. Come on. Uh, you know what? This is honestly... I never thought about that. Um, well, I never thought about it either, I bro. didn't either. Yeah, but you guys came up with, quiz, uh, with answers pretty quick. Something's wrong there. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I guess... Um, uh, Axel's pretty badass. Oh, girl. Oh, no. It's just a tangled mess of red hair. Oh. <laughs> uh, I think you'd go for the shaved Axel, wouldn't you? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're back. I wasn't sure exactly your position on that. He said he was kind of badass. Was that meant you wouldn't mind take he having him take you? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> well, we were just discussing it. We're thinking, you know, he's pretty skinny, pretty little, long hair, yeah. on all fours from behind. Could be your old lady. <laughs> 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 You're right. <laughs> oh, Seriously, your aerial view, the room's lights are dimmed. Oh, yeah. If you had to. I <laughs> 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 dingleberries might give them away. Um, <laughs> hey, uh, you know what? What am I going to do those Euro locations? Am I going to do them after traffic? I'll do it after traffic. All right. Psycho, give me traffic, man. All right, this traffic report is brought to you by Western New England College. Come for a course. Stay for a degree at Western New England College. Pretty quiet out there. Not too much going on. 84 East, just a little bit busy around the Park Road curve. 84 West, very light traffic coming over the Bulkley Bridge. 91 North and South, delay-free coming into town. Route 2 is a smooth ride. Going into New Haven, 91 South is delay-free, as is 95 South. No problems there. Route 8, traveling through Waterbury, is a smooth ride. At 644, I'm Psycho Dale with this Modern Record Report on Radio 104. I got to tell you, Beth, as I read this story, this Euro story, first of all, practically brought a tear to my eye. It was pride, a tear of pride. <laughs> okay? And I said, wait till Beth hears this one. She is just going to be more in love with her job wow. and listeners than she already is. Lay it on me. <clears throat> D. <laughs> this is from a woman, Sharon in Bristol. One day I was driving home from work on Route 9, and there was a huge backup due to an accident. At one point, the cars were at a complete standstill, and there was a guy in the car next to me who was making sexual comments and gestures towards me. It's pleasant. It's always nice when you're in traffic stuck next to this guy. Yeah. Well, the guy in the car behind me, behind him, realized what he was doing and saw that he was making me uncomfortable. He got out of his car in the middle of the highway, walked up to the guy's window, Needless to say, scaring the crap out of that guy and said something to the guy. I couldn't exactly hear what was being said. The guy who was bothering me rolled up his window and, and looked straight ahead and never looked towards me again. Then as the man walked back towards his car, he glanced over towards me and said, We peeps need to stick together. Aww. Then smiled and got back in his car. I never... I never had a chance to even thank him because the traffic started to move. All I know is he had a D-Euro on the back of his car, and he was driving a blue Monte Carlo. So whoever he is, I'd like to say thank you. There are so few true gentlemen left in the world, and he's certainly one of them. Sharon in Bristol. Awesome. And very brave. You never know what kind of lunatic is in the car in front of you. So he sees a Euro, sees a peep in distress, and took, a, took the time to go over, straighten this guy out. 
see, there are nice guys out there. We've had great stories of people being picked up when they run out of gas. And back on Dark Side, Dave did that, I think. They say, see that D urinal in a car? It tells you something about a person. It speaks volumes mm-hmm. about the person. I got other stories. But this other guy, I'll save for another day. But I mean, just, you know, with people hooking up. It's people having sex out there on the roadways. <laughs> really? No, I made that up. Oh. But it's kind of cool to think that might happen. Suddenly Nick has a on his bumper. <laughs> yeah, put them all over the car. <laughs> oh, man. So where's your D-Euro? Don't got one? Well, go to Radio104.com. Click on the D-Euro icon. It's the big white oval. It says D-E-E. And all the locations. There's over 80 in this state and the surrounding states. Here are some of the newest locations. Check for one near you. They're alphabetized for your pleasure. In Ansonia, Family Laundry. In Brantford at Brantford Hobbies and Strategic Environmental Solutions. In Clinton at Aragoni Detailing, LLC. In Danbury, they're at Gateway Country and H&D Automotive. And in New Britain, they're at Sherwin-Williams Paint Stores. In New, Wave, New, New, in New Haven, Ted's Auto Center's got them. In Westville Gourmet. In stores... Bird Dog Liquors, and in Trumbull, they're at Lake and Main Service Center. Now, in Vernon, they've got them at We Are Wireless, and in Wallingford, our latest location, Cobra Automotive. In Waterbury, pick one up at Town Plot Spirit Shop and Skate the Planet. In Watertown, at Depot Squares, Wine and Liquors, and Cavallo's Italian Specialty Shop slash Deli in the Oakville section. In West Hartford, you'll find them at the Racket Coop. And up in Massachusetts, we got them in Agawam, at Country Jeep, and Mailboxes, etc. In Amherst. And on Long Island, our third location. Out on the East End, Sag Harbor's got them at Tightline Tackle. What are you waiting for? Represent people. Tattoo the listening area with the Euro stickers. Taking a break. Coming back. Ask D. Snyder Radio is next, but more importantly, part three, Moonchild, behind the music. Things were getting interesting <laughs> yesterday. You know, you're starting to see relationships developing. Just the whole, just the power struggle within two bass players, a vocalist who really wanted to play uh, bagpipe. <laughs> and they never had a solid foundation. They just no. didn't. No, they cracked the foundation. I'll tell you what, you could have predicted it from day one that this thing was going to fall apart. Moonchild was was not going to go the distance. <laughs> <laughs> That's for sure. So find out. Have you heard from any of the Moonchild guys about the uh, behind the music? Yeah, I heard from the drummer. And, and he's uh, amazing how accurate it is. Yeah, he actually, yeah, so he, thought, he thought that I was actually one of the writers on it. I'm like, no, I have nothing to do with it. He goes, man, the accuracy. That's <laughs> a guy in the band who offers pot to join the band. Yeah. <laughs> That's the accuracy. Pretty close. Okay, well, stick around for D. Snyder Radio. This is Radio 104. WMRQ, Waterbury, Hartford. Each word has more weight to it. Snyder Radio. That's like S&M stuff. This is going to be great. On Radio 104. We have a very special guest for you tonight. And now back to D. Snyder Radio. Hope you enjoy this and stick around. On Radio 104. Hey, do you like cars? I love cars. Somebody observed that in the behind the music, one of the snapshots, backstage snapshots, you saw a Mustang magazine. Wow, did I? <laughs> yeah, it well went by. I've always been, my first car was a Mustang. 
Anyways, uh, but I love cars. I know there's a lot of car freaks out there, especially in this state. Well, Lime Rock is having a vintage festival August 31st through September 2nd. Three days. And I don't know exactly what kind of cars are going to be there, but if it's Lime Rock Park, home of an awesome racetrack and Skip Barber Racing School and stuff, then it's got to be good. We got a four-pack of passes to the festival. If you're, if you're calling number 10 at 860-666-4444 right now, you got a four-pack. And they're good for any full day, Beth. Although, theoretically, I would figure you could split it into two two-day visits for two people. I'm sure you could. I guess it depends how big the event is. Some of these car festivals are so huge, you need two days mm-hmm. to take it in. So call now. The phones are lit up, of course. People won't love car shows here in Connecticut. All right, that's good. Let me see. I got that taken care of. All right, um, we got so much to do. And there's quite a bit of reaction here that I want to get to. First of all, this is a reaction to uh, Beth's newscast right around this time yesterday. Mm-hmm. Subject of cheating really piqued people's interests. We, we That opened up into quite a discussion, did it not? It did. It did. And uh, Genghis John, for the record, says he wants, for whatever reason, his wife's cheating on him. He wants to know. I don't think it's an announcement to us to let him know. But uh, it just says, you know, even if everything seemed great in a relationship, I'd still want to know. Because she's cheating and the relationship isn't going great. There's a problem. Right. That's what I thought, Genghis. Yeah. Um, Prophet says uh, he definitely wants to know if he can kick her cheating ass to the curb. All right. He writes it LOL after that, laugh out loud. Mm. But, he, but he says he definitely, he wants to know. He'd like to be in there. Um, and actually, uh, Mad Kidda, the regulars really chiming in here. So regarding your topic of whether or not you'd want to know, and if, you, if your significant other was cheating on you, and I have to say that I wouldn't want to know, but that I would need to know. If the other person's cheating on you, that just destroyed all of the trust, which is the foundation of a relationship. Oh, I. <laughs> what? I hate when people say that. What, trust is the foundation of a relationship? Yeah, I mean, it's kind of a like given. You know what I mean? Yeah, but he's stating... He, I think he realized he's stating the obvious. It is a given. You got a problem, man, kidding? <laughs> Actually, Ooh, I like... Deal? You know what? He's one of my favorites. I like him a lot. He's a cool guy. He's he's a really cool guy, but, I mean, he's getting a little soft there, you know? <laughs> he was even when finish. All right, go ahead, I wouldn't want to live under the illusion or pretense that everything is Rockwellian when it's not. If there was a problem in the relationship, it would need to be worked out and communicated. So I make it. I mean, it's a little bit serious for me, kid. He jokes around. Well, I think this this touched a a, a chord. You know, struck a, a chord in everybody's. Everybody uh, can relate. Yeah, hopefully not. Like John and Minnie, and you know what, John and Minnie. They lean more toward me, and you'll understand why, and maybe this is something mm-hmm. we didn't sort of take into account. Minnie and I were out shopping tonight, and we're discussing the topic of infidelity. We both feel the same way you do. If we were together only a couple of years, we would feel differently. But after more than 20 years and two kids, Minnie said she would stay with me, but it wouldn't be pretty for quite a while. I feel the same way. Although you would feel betrayed and hurt, it must be a hundred times worse going through a divorce after being with someone for so many years. See, I'm thinking... God, 20 years, four children, mm-hmm. you know, the property, the everything that you've achieved in your life, it's, it's a much bigger deal 
than, than for newlyweds or a couple who are dating. You know, to say, oh, I'd break a kicker ass to the curb, you I know, think once or you his throw ass kids to into the situation, it's different. It does. It does. And I'm sure, you know, Dark Side Dave, the minute you do, it's just it's a different vibe. Now, and I'll, I'll multiply that by four, Dark Side, and multiply the relationship by four. You know what I mean? And so I, I think that we didn't take that into account. Your place in life, I mean, just, you know. <sighs> Howard, he's my friend. You know, we went through that, man. I just look into going there by the grace of God. I don't want to go there. That's just a horrible place to be. And so in a woman who usually writes very, you know, funny letters, all of a sudden struck a chord. And basically, I'll give you the overview, is that a good friend told her that someone she'd been with for several years was cheating on her. And she was... It, destroyed the relationship she had uh, and broke her heart. But since then, she's met somebody new, who's happier, and she's glad that she had a friend who cared enough about her to look out for her and told her what was, at the time, devastating news about a cheating significant other. So she, you know, we were saying, mm -hmm. would you be mad at them or whatever, but she's okay with them. Now, this next letter is, I want to say, is uh, allegedly, this is just a letter. Someone could be completely making this information up. Mm -hmm. So I, I read this to you with the understanding that this could just be complete falsehood. But Bobby from Wolkett says, I know a lawyer who's on the mayor's case, Mayor Giordano, and told me that what we are hearing is just the tip of the iceberg. It is going to get so much more disgusting, he can't stomach it. I've heard some things to that effect. Yeah. Nothing... That is out mainstream or that has any kind of backup, but I've heard that it's pretty ugly. Well, when the hazmat unit removes your carpet. It's already pretty ugly. <laughs> Something's going on there. I just still can't imagine that. The a guy in a spacesuit walking in and taking out the carpet. your underwear. <laughs> stand back, stand back. <laughs> All right, this, uh, okay, now some reaction uh, to Behind the Music on Moonchild. First of all, Clark's brother said, wow, that was evil. D, the second installment of Moonchild Behind the Music was all that I expected and more than I wanted to know. Darkseid farting on the face of another band member. This guy has no mercy. Brutal. And here it says, I can't believe Moonchild 2 was better than Moonchild 1. The sequel usually sucks. Keep up the great work. I smell sitcom. Matt from Agawam's agent <laughs> wrote, in, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> wrote in this last letter. This is a problem. Uh, I turn to my producer and say, before I even read this thing, what the F is going on, dude? What the F is going on? All right. Listen, I, mean, I, I mean, are you watching? Who's running this, this lunatic assignment? I thought you were the producer. So, tell me. D. I need to comment on Best Of on Saturdays. The person who edits the Best Of D is no genius. This person is doing you and the peeps a disservice. He slash she has to be the laziest piece of excrement on your staff. On the last show on Saturday, the news story was about the bride who had over 20 women in her bridal party was played more than once, as were other stories. 
What is even worse is that this story is at least one month old. You could have replayed your entire show from last Friday without any significant edits. You have to speak to this person immediately. He slash she is making you look bad. Who might that editor be? That would be me. <laughs> I know! <laughs> it's a good thing these people that are writing in are on the inside to see what's going on. Remember how a while back we were having problems with some of the tapes and there was a lot of static on the tapes? Yes, yes, yes. We had that issue with a couple of the tapes from last week, so I had to go and dig out stuff from prior weeks oh, wait, who wrote to that play on the air. So, I mean, that's basically but what it But why did it run to. twice in one show? Um, I was talking to Todd, and we figured that um, because the average person isn't going to listen from 6 to 10, that, you know, if we played something in the 6 o'clock hour, you know, if there's a lack of material, which there was, we can replay it in the but 9 o'clock hour. I was not going to listen from 6 to 10, like Joe from Waterbury. Uh, <laughs> but better to <laughs> just play music instead of... No, I think, you know, theoretically, like we do a recap of something. Right. Uh, they, they're figuring recap, and there's going to be your Joe from Waterberries who listen to four hours, but most people are, don't listen for the entire length right. of this show. Um, but we are having some technical problems with our taping abilities. Sadly, is that being rectified? Well, it's nothing that they could really control. There are some days where it's weather, transmitter, whatever. It's not doesn't happen on a daily basis. We've been fine with our tapes this week. <laughs> so it's not the recorder itself. No, no, okay. no has nothing to do it's with It's a shame that. to lose some quality stuff. By the way, Axel Rose called, and he said if he found out his chick was uh, cheating on her, he'd, he'd slap the bitch around. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he takes matters in hand. That's his defense. That's his story. He's sticking mm -hmm. with it. <laughs> yeah. That's slot. Nice guy, Dark Side. Nice guy you chose to idolize. Well, you know, you got to take... Yeah, everybody has faults. Yes. Some yes. more severe than He others. likes his music, not his lifestyle. That's what he's I'll doing. buy that. That's right. Okay. All right. Well, you wanted it. You got it. All week long, you know, screw Twisted Sister behind the music. We've got our own rock star. He's local. Moonchild, the band. They're a legend in parts of New Britain. Um, <laughs> parts of. One zip code in New Britain. <clears throat> One pool hall. The Caesars. <laughs> Caesars and a 7-Eleven and uh, everybody's very anxious sit back and enjoy part 3 Moonchild Behind the Music It was not just Moonchild's drug use that was on the rise the wayward girls were always around to keep up the band members' spirits. Behind the music contacted Troll and Shovelhead, but they declined to participate. Oh yeah, the groupies. Good old Troll. When you're doing her, she'd make these bizarre noises. It used to scare the crap out of me. Not enough to stop, of course. Dude, are you saying you did it with Shovelhead? Yeah, dude. Everybody did. You told me she only gave BJs. You believed me? Man, you're like an idiot. That's it. Don't talk to me, dude. I don't even want to look at you right now. Dude, I'm serious. Things got serious in late 1993 when, during a trice between Troll and an unidentified member of Moonchild, the band's condom broke. 
That sucked on so many levels. First of all, that was not just our only condom, it was our lucky condom. What? We rinsed it out every time, we were not freaking animals. It was our lucky rubber because every time we used it, we got lucky. Really, every time. Well, not the last time, of course. At least one good thing came out of that whole mess. It brought us closer together as a band. The night it happened, we had to do something. So we went out in the woods and we swore a blood oath we would never reveal that Dave broke the condom. And I'm proud to say we're still keeping the secret. There's no baby, so the blood oath obviously worked. Sure it did. Where's the baby, smart guy? Where's the baby? You do the math. That's what that was all about? Oh man, how stupid am I? Pretty stupid. A week after the incident, Troll got a visit from her friend, and the scare was over. I remember this chick showed up with a bunch of pregnancy tests. <laughs> Just as a goof, we all tried them. Everyone came up negative except Mr. Fertility over here, man. We couldn't stop laughing. I don't see what's so funny about it. There were a couple of really scary weeks. You were a virgin, you idiot. <laughs> oh, man, what a bunch of geniuses. There was more trouble ahead. We were pretty much constantly high for weeks at a time, and things could get kind of strange. One of the weirdest things had to be the seance. Darkseid was becoming increasingly withdrawn. Listening to constant early Metallica during 16-hour mushroom experiments in the loft the band had created in the rehearsal hall. Darkseid came down the hall from the loft one night and told us we all had to go out to the woods right away. He was completely soaked in sweat and one of his eyeballs kept rolling back up in his head, so we figured it would at least be good for a couple of laughs. When they reached a moonlit clearing in the woods, Darkseid tore his shirt from his body and poured a container of blood over his chest, declaring himself newly reborn with a new name written in the blood of the moon child. From that moment, Dave Wallace no longer existed, and the world would soon come to know and fear the new creation, Dave Kilborn. I don't know who started laughing first, but we all just cracked up. I told him he was going to catch hell from his mom for wasting the whole bottle of cough syrup. Oh, I'm sorry, that pile of blood. So then Darkseid, I mean uh, Dave Kilborn, says, we're going to communicate with the spirit of Cliff Burton. And we couldn't help it. We started laughing even harder. The date of the seance was September 27th, the anniversary of the death of the Metallica bassist. Then somebody starts going, ooh, ooh, and I say, I'm Cliff Burton, and Darkseid wants to marry me. And, and that's when he slugged me. I still think it would have worked if Wiley... Hey! I'm sorry. I think it would have worked if Nads hadn't made me hit him. But we still got royally pissed that night, so it wasn't a total loss. I'm sure Cliff would have thought it was pretty cool anyway. On the musical side, Moonchild was graduating from the party circuit and moving up to playing biker bars. I was scared was the first time we played the Sting. That was the first time I ever watched a man die. That guy didn't die. It wasn't even a major artery. But blisters went completely white. And Nads took me to the men's room and told them the ice trough was there. But just for this kind of thing, that was hilarious, man. Yeah, I'm sure they told you. It was especially funny when that biker took a leak on the back of my neck. Good times, man. Their increased exposure led Moonchild to take the next step into the recording studio. Tommy Relford, owner of Tommy Toon's Recording Palace, and Weedman's uncle, remembers the Moonchild sessions. The thing that sticks in my mind is walking into the studio after those boys left and getting hit in the face by that smell. Oh no, there it is again. Why did I have to bring it up? The closest I can come to describing it is, 
If you can imagine what a monkey house might smell like at a really crappy zoo with the maintenance guys on strike and all the monkeys had acquired the ability to roll and smoke reefer. In his book, Almost Listenable, Psycho Dan describes the taping of Wrath of Moonchild from an outsider's perspective. Darkseid and Nads are fighting again. Darkseid wants Troll and Shovelhead to sing back up a New Britain Strangler, but Nads is lobbying hard for more bagpipe. Darkseid turns and he asks me for my opinion. Everything is in slow motion. This momentous decision rests with me. The very future of Moonchild is in my hands. It's fitting that in the shower this morning, I noticed the first signs of puberty. The world and my body are in sync. I have become a man. Man, that's a really great story. It's just too bad he wasn't there. Behind the Music has obtained outtakes from the Moonchild recording sessions. Here now for the first time, Moonchild in the studio. Let's go, babies. Moonchild rocks. That is so lame. Once again, I can hear you guys. Once again, I know. One, two, three, four. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, man, what is it now? You don't have to yell at me. I wasn't yelling, okay? I'm sorry. What is it? Bathroom break? Dude, you just went. Um, oh, yeah. All right, let's rock. As you listen to Moonchild's tapes, a new dynamic in the band emerges. Weedman, Swampy, and Blisters seem like frightened, drug-addled pawns in the battle between Nads and Darkseid's new alter ego, Dave Kilborn. It's a battle that Nads cannot win. Dave Kilborn scared me. I've known Darkseid since grade school, but that guy went away somewhere while we were taping Wrath. The guy in the studio with us was a psychopath. Look, I took a freaking stage name. What's the big deal? Bootleg copies of Wrath of Moonchild began to circulate among the youth of New Britain. Darkseid remembers the first time he heard his music being enjoyed by a young fan with a Walkman. Well, I remember I recognized the intro to Shovelhead Blues coming from the kid's headphones, and I thought, dude, how cool is this? Of course, then I asked the kid if he had paid for the tape, and he told me he hadn't. So I picked him up, turned him upside down, and shook him around a little bit. I got about 275, and of course, the Walkman. The local media received official bootleg copies for review. The response was savage. The Hartford Advocate called Wrath an oral donkey punch. And this from the music critic for the New Britain High School newspaper, the New Britain High School Weekly World News. Someone kill me, please. I can't erase the memory. A short but odd review appeared in the Hartford Current. I've just listened to the new release from New Britain's Moonchild. I have only three comments to make. Number one, this is number two. Number two, I wish the moon had used protection. And number three, didn't Twisted Sister suck? Next, Moonchild has its glory day. They wanted to replace me. Half the double bass attack? I don't think so. When Behind the Music continues. Good voice, Nick. I barely even recognize it was you. I can't disguise my voice, man. You shouldn't. Weed man. You should talk. You sound like Fred Schneider from the B-52s. I put a little voice on there. Yeah. Yeah, there's no... My voice only comes out one way, unfortunately. Oh. Smooth. <laughs> yeah. I was cracking up. This <laughs> is a suck. A cheap shot. <laughs> a cheap shot at best and that whole Dave Kilborn that name thing uh, I don't want to get into well, that well that part's true but that part's true yeah but I didn't come up with the name I didn't uh, who did there's a lot you of you blame it on Dave Hill again 
No, no, <laughs> friends of mine. There, you know what the messed up thing is though. There is some accuracy. I don't know how Matt did it if he's got like a crystal ball, but there is some accuracies. <laughs> Darkseid says that guys in the band are calling up saying, how does this guy know this stuff? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the band condom broke. <laughs> that's good stuff. <laughs> oh, man, that's disgusting. That's what that is. All right. Oh, and there's the uh, the author of Nearly li Almost Listenable. Is that what it's called, the book? Yes, I think so. Congratulations on your work. Uh, Psycho Dan's got a traffic update for us. All right, this traffic report is brought to you by Greyhound. Take your time. Peter Pan or Greyhound bus leaves every hour for New York City. They'll get you there whenever you're ready. Traveling on 84 East, a little bit heavy now around exits 43 and 44, 84 West. Heavier traffic now coming over the Bulkley Bridge. 91 South slows down in the right lane, passing by the 84 Merge. 91 North is delay-free. Route 2 slows down from exit 3 leading up to the flyover. 91 South going into New Haven is delay-free. 95 South slow going from exit to 51 leading up to the Q Bridge. Traveling on Route 8, it's a smooth ride. At 718, I'm Psycho Dan with this Modern Record Report on Radio 104. Well, then it's time, people. Must <laughs> 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 be that same guy who edits the Saturday yeah. show. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Funny. Funny. Very amusing. Uh, <laughs> all right. Dave Kilborn. Yes. Ready for some Ask East Snyder Radio. You send your questions. We answer them. Send them to Captain Howdy at clearchannel.com. What do we got this week, Beth? First up, a question from Keita. This might be a really dumb question, but after watching Behind the Music, I was confused. After your band and career ended, you were poor. How did you get the money you have now? What did you do? You obviously didn't get it from doing the current radio show. Similar question came in from Klepto Kyle asking how you got out of debt. Um, that's a good question. Well, um, first of all, one of the things that caused me to be so poor <laughs> uh, was um, I went into debt, you know, borrowing money, advancing money. You can get what this is a cool thing called advances. The only thing that sucks is you got to pay them back. Mm -hmm. And advances are really good when things are kicking ass and you're making tons of money because the next big check comes in and pays it back, right? The royalties pay it mm -hmm. back, but then when the money, when you advance too far and the money's not coming in as quickly as it was before, um, you have no money because the money that you're making off of royalties, because there's still record sales going on and there's still music being played, but it's paying back the huge advances that you took. Are you following how it works? Sure. It works. So at some point, uh, I finally, from records still being sold, because... Uh, still make pretty good money off of Twist Sister Royalties every every year. Money comes in from that stuff. So eventually it paid itself back and some of that money started coming through again, which was good. And then I started doing things. I started playing live shows again with the SMFs. Mm -hmm. Started making money that way. I got my first syndicated show. Uh, I started making money that way. I mean, House I started House of Hair um, and things like that. I mean, in between when I was uh, did that uh, job answering the phones, a really crappy one. Then I got a job uh, as a production coordinator for a studio. And uh, I was working at a studio putting uh, putting sessions together. I didn't know that. Yeah, I did that for a while. And that paid better. So I slowly sort of worked back. Then, I, then a voiceover thing started for me. I was just like, I was looking at a thing. I used to have a warboard. 
and I had like 20 projects that I was working on from the sublime to the ridiculous and some of them was interesting because I hadn't looked at it I stopped using it like four years ago so it was interesting to see that since the last thing I wrote on there that the Strange Land movie came to be and that the radio I got a full time radio gig uh, at the time uh, some musical things I was working on so different things started generating income and then started sort of snowballing and uh, kicking ass now <laughs> it's pretty cool but it wasn't it wasn't easy no doubt about that D I work for Cablevision and your brother Frank is my supervisor he's always telling us stories about when you guys were growing up he often says how thrifty your father was and how you guys always wore each other's hand-me-downs. So my question is, which brother got your old shoulder pads, fishnets, and dresses? Your faithful listener, Dan. Well, sadly, nobody wanted to follow in Big Brother's <laughs> footsteps. I wasn't the kind of Big Brother that you kind of that you looked up to. Definitely not. I was like sort of the embarrassed. I was an embarrassing Big Brother until a certain point. Frank's probably sitting out there going, well, honestly, Frank, come on. It wasn't until I started actually doing something with my crazy rock and roll instincts that you guys really started to be proud of me. Before that, I was, like, embarrassing to them. And I remember, really drove that point home, was I had my brother, Matt, who's the coffin salesman. Mm -hmm. He was a gymnast, and he was also a drummer. And he was, like, sort of teetering on the break. Am I a jock or am I a rocker? I love music, you know, and I started to think maybe he would play. So he was like in 10th grade or something like that. And I was already out of the house and I was playing in a band. And he was the first one to start kind of be looking up to me because he was an aspiring musician. And I, during the height of the glam days, 1974, I come home for a weekend and I am wearing six-inch platform shoes that are have pink stripes and the heels are stacked stripes in light chocolate and dark chocolate. Killer. Really nice. Killer shoes. Love those shoes. Anyway, Matt says to me, <laughs> says, oh man, those shoes are cool. Because it's like the glamour. I said, oh, you like them? He's like, oh yeah, they're really cool. I said, oh man, they're having a sale on them at the shoe store. I'll pick you up a pair. He's like, really? I'm like, yeah. So... Next time I come back home for the weekend, I bring him home a pair of his own platform shoes, which he's so excited about, he wears to school on Monday. <gasps> oh, no. Two things he didn't realize. One, he's suddenly a half foot taller than he was <laughs> <laughs> on Friday. <laughs> and the other is that you have to have buy pants to go with the shoes. So he is wearing a pair of then popular bell bottoms that are six inches away from the ground and they're ringing <laughs> as he walks towering down the hall <laughs> standing head and shoulders above even the teachers in the school <laughs> he said he ended that day walking around in his socks yeah. <laughs> he walked home in his socks he was so humiliated and so embarrassed I think he sold his drum set after that yeah. and never looked back cut his hair he never looked back so the point of that is pretty much none of my brothers wanted my clothes because it was kind of embarrassing to, to look like their older brother, D. End of story. Hey, D, I guess this is sort of a half question for you and kind of a half question for me. I'll let you answer first. When will we see either Beth Lockwood or Suzette Snyder editions of Playboy magazine? This is from Vince. Suzette Snyder. Um, I would say no. 
to Suzette Snyder. Uh, I would have said a, a resounding no to Suzette Snyder. And I still say resounding no, although I'm starting to fear that somewhere along the way, I'm as she gets older, there seems to be this thing with women who are older but still look damn good mm-hmm. that... As they get to that, you know, in their 40s and they're still looking hot and, and the young boys are, like, falling over for them, that they start to say, you know what? Who knows how much longer I'm going to have this? I think I'm going to show it! <laughs> of which I'll be fighting tooth and nail to stop and it's never going to be, never happened. But, I, I mean, I actually see, like, you know, when she was in her younger years, as a matter of fact, a, uh, a fight broke out when, when a former bandmate, uh, when I first met Suzette, I actually approached her, not knowing I was already seeing her, and told, started talking to her about posing nude and Playboy and stuff, and I got, like, pissed off. But anyway, uh, I, she, she would always say, That's, I would never do anything like that. Now, I, when you see, like, mm. Belinda Carlisle. Right. She's always... Farrah. Yeah, you can see, she, I hear her saying, well, you can understand the woman look, you know, getting older still looks good, feeling good about it. I'm like, oh, no, no, <laughs> no, 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 you ain't setting me up for this. So that's not happening. do something tasteful. Well, uh, tasteful my ass. Mm. In our bedroom only. What do you do? When, when's, your, when's your spread coming out, Probably Lockwood? Probably never. Yeah. No? Probably never. Come on, women in radio, they're always doing things They've like that. They've done that before. Yeah, they like to do it from time to time, yeah. especially if they see an attractive one. I don't think so. Well... What about, you got a few years, maybe you're going to get to that age the same way. You keep yourself in shape. Mm-hmm. Yeah, watch your mind. What about that woman? Would you ever think that woman from CNN yeah, would be doing no, a, a spread in Playboy? Was she 50 or something like that? She's so. older. She's also going, yeah, damn, they were interested in checking me out. I'm still looking good. I doubt it. We'll come visit this question again (laughs) 10 years. Talk to me in 10 years. Uh, Lori says, I was wondering when and or if you get syndicated, will you still say this is D. Snyder Radio on Radio 104? Other states obviously don't have Radio 104, and it won't be the same if it doesn't come from your voice directly. After all, we had you first. Love, Lori. No, you can't. You won't say Radio 104. That'll go the minute mm-hmm. the first city comes into being. As a matter of fact, when I first started, I mean, I'm like so focused on <clears throat> the, the 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 goal that uh, they had to sort of bend my arm to get me to add Radio 104. No offense, everybody, but here at Radio 104. But I just want to say, hey, but we're gonna be syndicated, man. We're just saying D-Signer Radio because that's what's gonna be on a national level. D-Signer Radio, you know. So uh, they said, well, you're here now. Say Radio 104. You know, and that's that. So, uh, so I do. But yeah, I mean, but that's, you know, you watch, Laurie. You watch how this is handled. It's, I know me, and uh, and yeah, this is you know, sure, you're not gonna be able to focus as much specifically on on one area, but areas won't be forgotten. I'm famous for spreading myself too thin. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It's not a radio night in Texas. <laughs> I just want a little sleep. I'll be snoring in the stands out there. <laughs> D, wake up. Uh, okay. We got to catch a plane. Quiz, quick question for everybody from Joe Rock. Have any of the morning show crew ever broken any bones? If so, how did it happen? Just wondering. Wow, interesting question, Rock. Uh, no, never. And uh, I, I have bones of steel. And when I had my sinus... Uh, sinusectomy slash it was actually a turbinectomy they call it the whole thing with my was my uh, my sinus and all that stuff like that uh, and then I wound up saying well while I'm there take off a couple pounds of nose they had to break uh, originally I was thinking of, of being awake 
like uh, a general anesthesia. Right. And I said, ah, you know, it's you won't feel anything, but it's a bit odd. You know, you, you people are working on your face. Mm. So, yeah, so, <clears throat> so, uh, and they, so I took the, was it with local versus general? General's right. when I put you out. So I, instead of local, I went with general. And when I woke up, the doctor, who was actually a friend of mine who I grew up with, said, dude, good thing you were out, man. I was wailing on that bone to break it. He said, you got bones like steel, like Superman. And I said, well, I've never actually broken a bone or anything like that. He said, I was pounded. You would have been freaking out. He says, because I'm wailing on your face. You would have been laying there looking at me going, holy crap. So I've never broken a bone. No, I haven't. Lockwood. I sprained my wrist in college. Um, Bones oh steel. But that's it. Look what you're getting in the bargain. Good jeans, Glenn. I uh, <laughs> was walking. I was wearing a long coat, and I was at a hockey game at UConn, and I was walking off the bleachers, and I stepped on the coat and fell. And I would like to say that I was to swim practice the very next day. I had a hairline, hairline fracture on my wrist once with trampolining, Ugh. and I, and I twisted my ankle for like years. I always had to tape my. My uh, foot up mm. before I put it into my platform shoe. I can still feel it <laughs> when it rains in my wrist, like yeah. an old person. Dark side, Dave. Tons. Really? I broke both my legs. His one teeth falls out of his head <laughs> during true. the show. Does this surprise you? I think you need some calcium. <laughs> uh, one leg in a car accident. One leg uh, I got when I was a kid. I got wrapped around a dog chain, and ah. the dog was like tied to the tree, and he took off one way, and my leg went with him. Um, and the rest of your body stayed. <laughs> yeah, it dragged me. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I broke my collarbone. Oh, that's nasty. Um, from a bicycling accident when I was a kid. Um, almost every, all my fingers and stuff on the right hand. How? Football. In the backyard with my brother. Look, the pinky still, the pinky yeah, didn't heal. Yeah, that's messed up. He's going to be great at Bucks training camp. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, they'll love him. They're going to carry you off the field. <laughs> He's like peanut brittle. <laughs> Sweep him up and take him back to the locker room. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my uh, God. A couple of toes. He's still going. A couple of toes and... Um, as far as broken, I think that's about it. No nose breaks. No, I never broke the beak yet. Can you say porcelain? My God, it's and a very delicate flower. No, never <laughs> broke anything. Wow, never sprained anything. Dark side broke enough for all of us. <laughs> He's got it covered. Time for one more, Nick, or is that it? Uh, uh, that's it. We gotta right. go. Yeah, we're okay, up. we got. We'll save the rest of the questions. We we save them all. We may not get to them the week you write them, but we get to them eventually. And again. The address is Captain Howdy at clearchannel.com. Well, you know what it is. Dark side's bones over the years. <sighs> The cells have exchanged with the hemp that he's been smoking. He has hemp bones now. <laughs> All right. Stick around for more T-Side Radio. The news is next. Mm -hmm. Beth, what do you got going on over there? Well, I'll tell you who won the battle to do the first television interview of Congressman Gary Condit. Also, the McDonald's Monopoly prize game has been burglarized. No. It's a Scam, not by McDonald's, but by others. <sighs> also, men and women smoke for different reasons. I'll tell you why. We have a winner in the mustache of the year competition, Dark Side Dave. It's not I'll me, is it? Didn't know there was one. <laughs> 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 they didn't see behind the music in time. <laughs> also, man hacks off testicle in protest of a low wage. Oh! Don't take a hint from that, you guys. And also in the superstar category, we'll talk about Tom Cruise and <sighs> also Angelina Jolie. All right. Excellent. How, do you need any more reasons to stay tuned? Okay, I'll give you one. I have none. Okay? So stick around for more Decent Radio. It's Radio 104.
Snyder. Can I just say that you rule the earth? But you can call me D. D. Snyder Radio 104. For the love of God and all humanity. We got a problem here. D. Snyder Radio. I have to control it or it will control me. That's crazy talk. Now back to D. Snyder Radio. I thought D. Snyder died. On Radio 104. You know what? Yesterday we talked to Sully from Godsmack. We interviewed him. We're going to play it tomorrow on the side of radio. And uh, it was cool because we posed some of the hypothetical questions we did yesterday to Sully. Uh, it was pretty funny. Actually, his reactions to some of the stuff. Check it out tomorrow because they're coming to town. They got a big concert coming up. Is it this weekend? No, it's tomorrow night, dude. Tomorrow night with the Deftones and Puddle Mud. Yeah, good Bill, great Bill. Want to check that out for sure. Also, uh, let me tell you something. You know, speaking of concerts, 104 Fest is coming, and you know the routine, right? You know the deal. 25 bands, 25 bucks. I mean, I don't mean to say that like it's no big deal. It's just that you hear it to death. You got the point. It's an awesome deal, period. And we're going to be there hanging out, signing autographs, meeting the peeps, raising hell, bringing on some of the bands. Definitely, I'm going to be there with the fam. My kids are stoked. These are the bands I want to see. Fault Line. <laughs> I slipped that in there. Number one. I was trying to make him feel good. Uh, Blink-182. Saliva, Alien Ant Farm. They're like so into that smooth criminal thing. The Michael Jackson remake? Yeah, the Michael Jackson remake. I can't dark say I didn't know there was know. a Michael Jackson remake. I told him this morning he was disgusted. How can you be disgusted? I, yeah, I That's the joke. Oh no, you're not gonna lead her to the pack me at them, are you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't even get out of I the gate. Know. I was just disappointed. I, I thought it was a pretty cool tune and So you can still like it. I mean, it still is a pretty cool tune the way they do it, but I thought it was something that they made, you know? I don't know. Uh, yeah, I understand what you're saying, but I mean, hey, you know what I mean? So, surprise, surprise, you like a Michael Jackson song. Yeah, I never thought I'd say that. Yeah, I never thought I'd say that either. Old I Jacko. Mean, I mean, post Jackson 5, of course. I love Jackson 5. Yeah. ABC, come on. Oh, I love ABC. No one remember Dave got married and he, him and his mom danced to ABC. That was a pretty cool That moment. was one of the coolest things I've seen in a wedding. Absolutely. Both families cool. got out and the bride and groom and they just yeah. danced to ABC. Well, is that now the mom and the, and, yeah. the and, and his son are going to have their first dance together and all of a sudden, ba 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 They started dancing and everybody started dancing. Yeah, it was, it was really fun. It was fun. Anyways, uh, I also want to see Dave Navarro. I wanted to be dragging his new old lady with him, his fiancée. Carmen Electra. Carmen Electra. Ooh, Carmen Electra. Get him out, Carmen. Uh, and it, tickets are on sale now through all tickets.com locations, Meadows, Box Office, Strawberries, Coconuts, LaSalle Music, or charged by phone 203-265-1501, or purchase online at Radio104.com, or be calling number 10 right now at 860-666-4444, and you will win a pair of tickets to 104 Fest. That's right, you will be going to the show. But enough of that, I want to tell you about something I'm doing on September 9th. Actually, the 8th and 9th, there's something going on. It's the March of Dimes Ride, Bikers for Babies. Zero to Hero in 60 seconds. It's that simple. This is all about the Connecticut chapter of the March of Dimes, raising money for the kids. 
And I'm going to be, what am I, the master of ceremonies or am I the grand marshal? You're the leader of the pack, really. I'm the leader of the pack? <laughs> yeah. Sure. Okay, don't even start, Dark Side. <laughs> By the way, Dark Side, you got some food in your teeth. Uh, saving it for later. <laughs> on your tooth. Right here on the side. There's a food on your tooth. <laughs> so on the side. Uh, anyway, this is presented by Indian Motorcycle of Weathersfield, Connecticut. I ride an Indian myself. And the ride is Sunday, September 9th. You're writing this, this down, bikers. We're going from Middletown Elks Lodge to Westbrook Elks Lodge. I've seen the route. It is sweet. It's down along the shoreline, Connecticut River Valley. So it's, it's just going to mm-hmm. be a really great. 40-mile ride. Our goal, raise 50 $50,000 and have 1,000 bikers participate. How badass is that? I was thinking about that today. If we get that kind of turnout, they're going to have to have police escort. They're going to have to shut down, oh, yeah. the, like stop traffic to let the bikers through. Gorilla and in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Registration begins 9.30 a.m. on Sunday, September 9th at the Middletown Elks Lodge on Maynard Street in Middletown. The entry fee, 25 bucks for riders and passengers to ride. And riders are eligible for incentive awards if they collect donations that exceed 100 bucks. So if you get other people to sponsor your ride, you know, you can, uh, you can, I guess, save yourself having to pay the registration fee. Is that how it works? Yeah. Okay. And check this out, too. There'll be a pre-event registration party, a pre-registration going on Saturday, September 8th from 4 to 7 p.m., at Hooters on the Berlin Turnpike in Weathersfield. Surprise, bikers at Hooters. You don't see that usually. Uh, participants can pre-register for the ride while enjoying food, fun, chicks in little tops and shorts, and fault line in short tops and shorts as well. Hooters, Hooters. You're going to be wearing your Hooters outfit, Sean? Yeah. <laughs> He's not here. Uh, okay. Donations will be accepted on Saturday and Sunday if you want to donate some money. Ride starts 11 a.m. on Sunday the 9th. I'll be leading the participants, okay? Marshall Dime supporters and riders are all invited to a Shoreline barbecue after the ride to celebrate the ninth year of this charity event. This is a good thing. It's a nice ride, a good time. Do something cool, all right, with your bike. Do something cool. Uh, and, you know, we need to get a website on this, guys. We really should get a website. Because, you know, so there's a lot of information here that goes by really quickly. And and I know they've got a website. Of course. You know, everybody's got a website. So uh, we'll find out what it is. And next time I talk to you about it, I'll let you know about it. Maybe we can put a link on our web, web page as well, Radio104.com. I have it right here. Oh, you I do? just got some information, yes. Uh, the website, www.modimes.org. M-O-Dimes. Yes. Dot org. Yes, and there's also an 800 number here. It's 800-446-9255. Got it? Good. Let us get a traffic update from Psycho Dan so we can get to some damn news. And by the way, Jenny from Manchester won the 104 Fest tickets. Psycho. All right, let's have a report. Snyder Radio headlines. Waterbury's Ethics Commission decided last night they don't have enough information about whether they can legally ask the Board of Aldermen to remove jailed Mayor Philip Giordano from office. The panel met last night and asked city lawyers to gather more information. The board meets again Monday night. You can do it! You want more information? Huff his carpet. <laughs> <laughs> There's one way. <sighs> a little cocaine in there. <sighs> oh, a piece of pubic hair. Whoa. <laughs> 
A sad end to the search for the three-year-old son of Ukrainian immigrant Nikolai Soltis. Police found the boy's body in a cardboard box in Northern California. Yeah. Nationwide search is still on for Solstice, who's now suspected in the killings of six family members. They don't got him? Still on the loose. His last name is Solstice? Soltis. Oh, well, Solstice. I thought that was kind of Zodiac-ish. Solstice. They'll find him. I didn't know this guy was on the loose. Mm-hmm. He had initially taken the sun, and now they found the sun. People not see this coming. I mean, they said, mm-hmm. never arrested, but a history of insane behavior. Mm-hmm. Nobody ever takes anybody seriously in this world. I think nobody, you can't ever believe that something like, like this can happen. Well, it's horrible. So, Well, Jesse Helms is going home. Sources say the North Carolina senator will not seek re-election next year. The move follows several years of health problems. And drag Strom Thurmond with you, will you? In, 19, in 29 yeah. years in the Senate, Helms' conservative crusading has frequently gotten under the skin of liberals. Oh, no kidding. And it looks like Libby Dole might be the next in line down there. Oh, great. If it says, just because it says Libby, Libby, Libby on the label, doesn't mean I'm going to like it. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Connie Chung won the battle for the first interview of California Congressman Gary Condit. Look for that on primetime Thursday on ABC. She he just wants to get in her pants. Everybody in the business for that interview. <laughs> it's like, who's the hottest looking? One media expert says she'll either distinguish herself or embarrass herself with this primetime opportunity. And I got to tell you, she is my least favorite interviewer of all of them. I don't... Well, I don't I don't. I never like her interviews. I never really pay attention to any of them. She was the one who was interviewing Newt Gingrich's mom. Remember, and she said, "What did you think? What do you think about Hillary Clinton?" And she didn't want to answer, so she said, "Well, just whisper it to me." And then she played it on the air. Remember oh yeah, that, that was screwed up. The other day, I was watching some promo where she was interviewing the woman who had the affair with Jesse Jackson and then kept the baby, had a love child with Jesse Jackson. And she asked this question. She said, so what motivated you to keep the baby? And I thought, that is the most ludicrous question I've ever heard. <laughs> what? You're not even listening to me. I am listening to you. No, you're not. I am listening you're to you. You're typing back dirty messages. No, it wasn't a dirty message. I am listening to you. Uh, I don't, I mean, I, I can't think of a female, I want to say female. I don't really pay attention to anybody's mm-hmm. style. The only person that ever like just wowed me with their, like, you know, that got through the haze. Mm-hmm. And not that I'm, it's just one of those things that doesn't register me. You were thinking, or be, you are a news person, so you're really analytical. Mm-hmm. Like me watching other singers. Right. I'm analytical. Like, Vince Neil to me is your Connie Chung. <laughs> I'm like, I do not get it. What, do they realize this guy can't stay in tune? Selling all these records. Um, oh, sweet. Um, oh. Guy is pitchy. The point is, mm. it doesn't really register with me. The only person registers with me, Ted Koppel. I like that. Even though I completely, like I said, when something gets through that, mm-hmm. I said, damn, this guy, first time he came on the air, he pins him to, yeah, make the door squeak some more, kid. <laughs> um, he pins, pins him right to the wall. I mean, I love yeah. that kind of interviewing. Nick, like uh, Connie Chung, the, the, which is a female, do you have a preference with the female newscasters? Uh, I I think Diane Sawyer is pretty cool for yeah. her. You like what do you like? Too. What do you like about her? Um, her breasts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Hooters, Hooters, Hooters. That's one way of rating them. Who's you know got the I mean? biggest, uh, bigger ones than some What of the they're others? talking about is in one ear and out the other. I mean, it's just something to look at, you know? Katie Kirk's got really nice legs. Legs. Yeah, she's got some legs. You know? I would go with well, Katie. Well, they, they totally sell that. They give it. They, well, yeah. They, she's oh, sitting yeah. there with the long things on. She's got the gams hanging out. They give the full side view of them. They're yeah. selling her gams. But she backs it up. Nice I like Bieber. Katie's style on the air. I love Steve Croft on 60 Minutes. He's probably my favorite. His legs? Good legs? Yeah. I love yeah. His legs. <laughs> Dynamite legs. Katie was like all upset because uh, Burt Reynolds was like getting all lecherous on her. During the interview. Well, He's nowadays going, you don't uh, want to get lecherous. Maybe 30 years ago you wouldn't have minded. Uh, <laughs> hey, it's a lady. Like those stems. <laughs> Is Connie Chung banging Sam Donaldson? No, she's married to Maury Povich. Maury oh, Povich. Oh, yeah. That's right. <laughs> what a weird picture. <laughs> Sam. <laughs> I think some of those, um, some of the, uh, the, the newscasters on CNN, uh, a couple of them are smoking. I know. Smoking. Yeah. I don't know which ones, but they've got like a better looking group of female newscasters. Like the other stations, they're too interested in like their knowledge and their actual ability to, to do newscasting. No, you don't need CNN that. just cuts the chase. Yeah. Get some hot chick up there. Yeah. <laughs> they just got to read. <laughs> <laughs> well, it looks like if you thought you were going to win a lot of money in McDonald's Monopoly game, you're out of luck. A worker at the McDonald's Corporation says seven says a marketing rep and seven other people may be in some trouble after the feds alleged defrauding the food chain out of $13 million by fixing the outcomes of the Monopoly promotion and other games. Oh, that sucks, man. Apparently, the very company that is supposed to monitor these games and ensure that they are played fairly, workers there were in on this. Getting the pieces. Oh, that's the best place to be to rig things. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We've got it under control. Don't worry. We're watching out for you. All right, Bobby, take this one. That's You know what? We tried to do that with one of those national games when we were on the station. Couldn't rig it, no. though, right? Dark side needed a car. <laughs> <laughs> what if it too, like, Dark side, what's that new Corvette doing out in the garage? Can I do a little money? Whoa. Where? <laughs> Who? <laughs> New research suggests that men are more likely to smoke when they're angry and women are more likely to smoke when they're happy. Finding could be the key to developing more effective ways to helping people quit. This research done at the University of California also found that both men and women were more likely to reach for a cigarette when they were sad and twice as likely when they're anxious. Son of a Nick. Are you angry with me? Not with you. You're smoking like a chimney out there. You're angry with life. Yeah, I'm an angry guy. Are you an angry smoker? Yeah. You feel it? You feel it? Yeah. Now, but And they, you smoke harder when you're angry. Yeah, you do. You, you kind of pinch it a lot. Quickly. Yeah. <laughs> you Blow it out hard. It. Yeah. Yeah. Well, somebody sure is a grumpy Gus today. <laughs> what about sex? They talk about the after cigarette sex? I don't have that. See, that's just like just after a meal and just after sex. Cigarette is really good. And the is first it, cigarette passe? of the day. What's that? Not, not passe. Oh, no. It always feels good. Never disappoints. Um, but those cigarettes are, uh, you put those aside because those are all really good. Very relaxing. But uh, otherwise, yeah, you kind of smoke, you know, when you're on edge a little bit. I thought you were going to say something about oral fixation and stuff like that. 
It's an oral fixation, too. No, I, I mean, mean, in her study, mm -hmm. you know. But uh, I smoke when I'm pissed. <laughs> <laughs> but not cigarettes. It's just physically <laughs> smoke, steam and everything. Yeah. You saw it, right, Nick? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> A German man has been awarded the Mustache of the Year 2001 title. I won that in 73, by the way. You <laughs> <laughs> must have been the only entrant. Because I saw that thing. <laughs> that was so weird, dude. That was really weird. Oh, yeah, you had a cut or something. What? Is that why you grew it? You had a cut or something that was the on beard. your No, 73. That was when I, you know, I was just, I started being able to grow facial hair and it was like, it was the early 70s. Like, cool, I can grow hair. You know, I'm a man, you know? So you had it and you kept it, you know? And then you realize one day, it's like, well, it looks incredibly stupid. It's usually after you remove it. You, you, were side. With, you were with Suzette when he had that mustache? No. I met Suzette in 76. Uh. I think I had it till 74. <laughs> From like puberty till 74. Oh, man. <laughs> I had a goatee as well. It for totally a long time. looks like Way an before. insect. I started the goatee thing, Dark Side. Be thankful. <laughs> Bring it back. Bring it back. Luther Kuhn, however, this year's winner, wears a musketeer style mustache. Which pulled out from either side is about a foot on the left side and a foot on the right side. <laughs> Curb feelers. They had about a hundred competitors, <laughs> and many of the strongest in the contest were Germans, who apparently are big time mustache worshippers. Oh my God! This is not. This is not a mustache for a weak man. Dark no, side. I told you. It's about, I thought it was a little skinny job. two foot long. No, but it's 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 got yeah. thickness to it. It's got weight too. <laughs> he's wearing a sombrero. Hey, I don't know why. For some reason, he's wearing a sombrero. Yeah. <laughs> I think if you work really hard, Dark Side, you can get in on that next year. I was thinking about growing that. Uh, the I'm working on the hat field right now. Got him just going straight down the sides. Maybe get some length on each side going. Go for it, man. Yeah, what the hell? You know, hey, something you're, unique. you're a celeb now. You need some well, style I'm to go gonna, with it. I'm going to go that far. You're going to be. If you're starting to become a celebrity. A Peruvian man who last year chopped off his penis in protest at not having a job. <laughs> who moved the garbage can? <laughs> I just threw my cup on the floor. <laughs> Sorry. What about the Peruvian, Peruvian A Peruvian man who last year chopped off his penis in protest at not having a job has now sliced off one of his testicles because of his low pay. Oh, we got nothing to lose at this point. I don't understand what point he's trying to make. Labor Eduardo Velez Alejos, who's 36, had his penis successfully reattached after making an unusual protest outside the country's parliament. Oh, they reattached the penis. The penis. Oh, okay. He'd asked guards to speak to the president. When refused, he pulled out a knife and cut off his left testicle in his latest protest. Doctors failed to reattach that during emergency surgery. Your balls are showing. I don't understand. Yeah, they're on his boss's desk. <laughs> Who's going to care, really? That's I That's what I don't understand. I mean, Nick All wants right, more money. If it. he goes back and does that in Paula's office, they're going to throw him in the loony bin. I not give him a think raise. she's getting a, re he's getting a reaction, that's for sure. Well, but not the one he wants. You think about it. Seriously. He's been begging for a raise. He's not getting it. Or he's got uh, small... Small. He's gotten some incremental, uh, you know, increases, but he's driven to the point of hacking off his own nut. At least it's going to get their attention. I mean, she's going to go, Jesus! I'm driving this guy insane. I'm not a smart man. <laughs> and he throws it on the desk. 
this bloody I don't think testicle. he'd be working here anymore. No, he wouldn't have a job. <laughs> but a point would be made. I think he'd get a big yeah, fat raise. Yo, bro, you got a Band-Aid? <laughs> <laughs> the last thing I'm messing with is my penis, you know? I don't care. Hey, I what about that. hacking off You're that small. middle toe? Yes, <laughs> <laughs> <Get> him all. He <laughs> looks like crap anyway. <laughs> Johnson Space Center <laughs> in Houston. <laughs> At the Johnson Space Center in Houston, they've apologized after a technician was heard shouting obscenities over NASA's airwaves. The cursing occurred during the last round of news interviews with the returning space station astronauts. As NASA was switching from one TV interviewer to another, echoes over the airwaves were followed by a male voice shouting swear words. They say they apologize for the inconvenience caused and that the person will be counseled on the proper use of language. They swear in space? I guess, well, this person, I Dick think, Ed? was in Houston. Oh, oh, oh. But I'm sure they swear in space. It wasn't an you astronaut. Dick! You get your, your finger slammed in the, in the pod door, you're going <laughs> to scream some curses, I'm telling you. It happens. Or someone slams up the shut on your umbilical cord and you're out there in space and stuff. Am I wrapping up? No, we'll wrap it. We could split if okay. we like, because you got more stories I for do. us. Good. Well, let's take a break. Come back. We'll get to some more news because always news is always enlightening and grossing, entertaining, and it it's just fodder for interesting conversation mm -hmm. here on our little breakfast club, D Snyder Radio. Plus, I have nothing to give away. I gave away everything. I'm I'm, I'm behind by one segment. We gave away stuff a little early. Don't worry. Plenty to talk about. Plenty to do. More D Snyder Radio to come. This is Radio 104. WMRQ, Waterbury, Hartford. I'm sewing your mouth shut. D. Snyder Radio. Oh, what better way to celebrate? On Radio 104. Got the message? Now back to D. Snyder Radio. Impossible. Now you know the truth. D. Snyder Radio. On Radio 104. <laughs> Alright, we're back. Got this lizard man coming in from Selby. I know this guy. I don't know him personally, but Keith Alexander, who was my guitar one of my guitar players in the SMFs and was a consultant on Strangeland. He's a big into piercing, cutting. He's a piercer, cutter. You know, he does what is that cutting? Brander. That's why they take blades and actually cut designs into your body that scar up. You know, Maybe I'll or, get one of those. Or, or brandings. <laughs> you know, they do a lot of, he does brandings uh -huh. and stuff. Anyway, he was telling me while I was, you know, we were I was developing the whole Strangeland thing. And he was working with me that his guy who was trying to become a lizard, a human lizard, a friend of his. So a lizard man, he's coming in later. And we'll check that out. I got some uh, reactions here. Some of the stuff we were talking about in the news and what have you. First of all, regarding sex with Italian women, somehow, was that a story you did something there? Or is yeah, that they just didn't have time for it. Because, and there was something with the housework. The men weren't helping around the house. Right. Well, uh, Fresh Frankie says, if you're lucky enough to be married to an Italian woman like moi, and like moi, Fresh Frankie, you will find there is a direct correlation between doing housework and the amount of sex you receive. How about that? Says, I always try to squeeze in three or four hours of vacuuming a day. <laughs> Life is good. <laughs> right on, Fresh Frankie. I'll throw in a load of wash every now and then. Don't Why mean not? nothing. Yeah. Fill the dishwasher. Honey, check it out. <laughs> 
And regarding sitcom subject, very wise of you. This is from Guns Are Me, parentheses, Andy. Yes, the VH1 is very big, but how many MTV or VH1 shows have lasted? How many have bombed? Even if ABC, NBC, CBS, or Fox wanted you again, how many sitcoms have bombed? I've seen some really other really good programs bite the dust after a year. It's not worth the risk. Please. Stick with your radio, peeps. We love you here. We don't want you to go. Uh, dude, you don't have to tell I told. I'm, I told you that. It's just not worth giving up something that's working, that's good, that's comfortable, that's fun uh, for something that's just a shot, you know, is, is, a, is a shot in the dark. It's, I've done that already too many times. <laughs> I mean, I'm, gonna, so I'm taking a meeting with him because you never know where those meetings might wind up. You never know where things, you know, go. Wouldn't you get cash if you were the creator? Yeah, that? unbelievable. That's the thing. If I could just sell him, say, look, put on the Snyders of Great Neck, okay? Story about heavy metal rock star moving to suburbia, raising a family. And it's basically just I wrote my life down. My wife's family, family's in a mob. My, fought, my dad's in law enforcement. Great wedding. Um, <laughs> yeah, a lot of growling going on on either side of the room. That'd be a good flashback uh, episode. Uh, 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 anyways, yeah, if I could get them to say, you know, get some Drew Carey guy to, you know, to not, not Drew. Somebody who's in better shape. Better shape than yeah. him. Some Seinfeldian <laughs> character to throw a wig on and get on there and do the show about me. Or, like the, like the movie Rockstar, which is a story of this guy Ripper Owen's life who joined Judas Priest. They took the whole Judas Priest out of, out of it. They took the Ripper Owen thing out of it, but they bought the story mm -hmm. from him to make the movie Rockstar. So I'm willing to talk about that. That's why, I, that's why I'm you know, taking that meeting. He also says it sucks for me because I'm leaving for California in four weeks. I'm hoping to be able to listen over the internet. We're getting closer i'm telling you it's just it's just a matter of time they're installing the program into all of the systems and all the clear channel stations so i don't know the exact date for installation in the hartford area but they're going city by city so it's coming man so guns are me you can look forward to it and i love this quote at the end the one who has rocked still rocks and forever will rock shall shall be properly addressed as d can we write that on the floor coming here to Radio 104? <laughs> if that's not too much trouble. Let me just write it on the signs as you come into the state. <laughs> if you don't mind. <laughs> <laughs> right under where it says Governor John G. Rowland, Governor. Can we work on that, please? Okay. Uh, and then let's see. We, uh, we, we got a few reactions to discussion on my package. Mm -hmm. Subject, not enough wrapping paper for that package. <laughs> From Fresh Frankie. Dee, I didn't want to mention this, but since Chaz brought it up, no pun intended, my wife did notice that you appeared larger than life in your jeans on VH1, and she was quite impressed. She thought the blue ribbon cucumbers at the Wolkie Country Fair were big. <laughs> Dee, could you answer one question for her? Do you have a permit for that thing? Come on, please. It was just the angle. I don't know. I mean... It really did look like the camera added 10 pounds. <laughs> 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 
Subject D's package from Barb Boucher. Hey guys, sorry to Chaz and Beth, but there is nothing more intimidating than a seven foot tall D in the day with his package on display at a live show bouncing around and girls taking bets as to whether D's nuts, etc., are going to jump out. Thank God Suzette was great at what she did. Yes, yeah, Suzette and I were discussing it yesterday about, you know, literally we put on an outfit and then we'd be like jumping around. All right, you got to add some fabric here. You're going to have to tighten this up there. Dark side's making all these faces. He's shying away from you. Dark side. Dark side. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Only just touch your arm, man. He's um, And uh, subject, giant armadillos from Sona Woman. Anyway, I watched the Behind the Music again today so I could be sure to catch all those glimpses of the armadillo in your pants. Thanks, Sona Woman. <laughs> Quite a package you got there. Did you ever imagine that one day you'd be discussing the size of your penis on morning radio? Probably not, but it's pretty damn fun for us. Actually, no, I never imagined that one day, but I've been doing it for about 15 years now. Starting with my dear friend Howard, who was the first to start commenting because his wife said something about it one day. Um, Suzette said, stop looking at it. And I said, well, you're the one who made the outfits, honey. She said, no, you loved it. I didn't want to look at it. They just they kept panning in on it. That's a huge bitch. They kept playing that same shot of the camera moving in on my crotch. I didn't cover my eyes during I that. I noticed it, too. More than I did during yeah. Strangeland. I never noticed it until I'm going, Jesus, massive in that shot. <laughs> <laughs> you couldn't get away from it. You really couldn't. Scarring. It was scarring. Uh, we got to get back to the news. But first, Psycho Dan looking very intellectual. Uh, yeah. Wearing the glasses lately. Don't squint like that. You look oriental. Uh, <laughs> I it, know. These thick lenses make my eyes look twice as small. <laughs> I know. It's, it's, it's bizarre. <laughs> Give us the traffic, will you? All right. This traffic report is brought to you by the LEI Jeans Endless Summer Dance Party. Traveling on 80. Do they need to be thicker? <laughs> Traveling on 84 East, all around the Park Road curve. 84 West, still some busy traffic <laughs> over the Bulkley Bridge. 91 South, you're going to slow down, approach the exit 35, then it gets heavy again from exit 33 into downtown. 91, to that. <laughs> yes, 91 North is delay-free. Traveling on Route 2, a little bit slow from exit 3 up to the flyover. 91 South into New Haven is delay-free. 95, 95 South, you're going to slow down from exit 51 leading up to the Q Bridge. Route 8 South, we had a minor crash by exit 18. It's all cleared out now, so the backup is gone. And also on uh, 95, both sides, a little bit busy from exit 48 to 44. At 8.17, I'm Psycho Dan with this Modern Rec Report on Radio 104. Oh, First of all, it's Asian. <laughs> oriental. <laughs> what are you, your dad? <laughs> you can't oriental anymore. It's Asian. I don't, how can and you oriental said it like it was offensive. bad. Oh, it's not bad at all, but it just doesn't Freaked work with the rest of his face. No. <laughs> nice. I appreciate that. He's <laughs> got that whole Alfred E. Newman, what me worry thing going on. It was clashing. <laughs> Well, back to the news. The publisher of a German erotic magazine is filing a lawsuit in federal court trying to force Oprah Winfrey to change her magazine's name. It seems the German publisher of O Magazine is bringing the lawsuit against the Hearst Corporation publisher of O, the Oprah Magazine. Wait, you know what? 
There is a magazine in Germany called O. And o I've, magazine. It's yeah, distribution I, of 100,000 worldwide. Yeah. I seem to remember seeing it on the stands. Is it like a porn magazine? It's an erotic publication, and apparently... Most of them are. Even their normal magazines are erotic. They're saying that in the beginning, O was the Oprah magazine, but is now being increasingly referred to simply as O magazine. Right. And so they're saying, we had it first. This is the... Taking them to court. The clash. The mm -hmm. clash of the titans. This is like the WWF versus WWF. O versus O. And they're very different magazines. Very different. But they don't want their image tarnished by the Oprah magazine. Maybe if... Maybe they could, they could come to us terms. If Oprah will do an erotic spread in their O magazine, <laughs> they will... Very, very tasteful. They'll drop the lawsuit. Make sure you get her in our thin stage. Yeah. Thin Oprah or fat Oprah? She looks Oprah. good. Oprah looks good now. She's finally gone to a good weight. And she's healthy and happy. I'm fine with Oprah. I am too. I like her. I, I don't like I get crazy and say that. I like that Dr. I, Phil too. I have nothing. I don't pay attention to Oprah. Fine with Oprah. Mm -hmm. Looking and being the way she wants to be and feeling comfortable with herself. Good for you, Oprah. Good. Well, here's where you have to go, Nick. New survey reveals that most Swedish women want more sex. Hmm. Yeah. 79% of those questioned for a magazine said they were not getting enough. Oh, my God. Which is perfect for you. I want to get on a plane. Dude, and the girls over there are really attractive. Are they tall? Is, oh, yeah, Sweden. Sweden. <laughs> Scandinavians are an incredibly attractive race. It's actually, like, staggering because, like, Blonde, blue-eyed, small nose, beautiful complexion. That's like the standard. Cool. The freaking standard, man. In additional good news for Nick, six out of ten Swedish women surveyed said they had tried... Anal sex. Yes. Oh, my God. Awesome. <laughs> All right. Although 50% said they wouldn't repeat it, which means three out of ten are good for repeating. Do it in the butt. What's that? <laughs> No, that's got to be a lie because once you have it once, you you got to go back to it, you know? Two out of three say they have cons they will consider having sex on the first night, and two out of three would consider a threesome. How many out of three? <laughs> two out of three. Oh, I, I remember having discussions with people in Sweden. You know, I remember mm -hmm. having discussions about dating in Sweden, and they said sex on the first date is just like, a, is practically a given. Awesome. It's very, very sexually i won't say it's not promiscuous it's free you know i know like you go on a date you have sex just that's still mean a thing business as usual cool it's just normal that's why it should be here you want me to save this for you so Nick? killer chicks do an anal first date oh god what are you doing here i don't know i should you leave crappy right now, salary seriously. you're big in oslo that's norway but yeah. it's right nearby that's the promised land, my friend. I don't know what I'm and doing. You can say hi to me every now and then when I'm over there on tour. Sure. Of course. Oh, you can throw around DJ. With <laughs> <laughs> this big blonde chick. <laughs> if you just take a bunch of What's your up? pictures with D and show those around, they love D and Sweet. Do it in the right. butt. Next time, next summer when I go over there, look, one way or the other next year, I'm going over. Yeah. And um, because it's going to be really lucrative for me. Mm -hmm. And. If it's you know, a situation, uh, not only lucrative, but I'm headlining these huge concerts, which is a lot of fun when you're like the headliner. Yeah. Because you get like the whole stage and there's just, like tens of thousands of people like there for you and stuff. 
And I'll be definitely hitting Sweden. If it's not with Twisted next year, it's going to be myself. Mm-hmm. And I think, well, how am I going to do more shows? Well, I got to bring you guys over there. Yeah. We got to do a broadcast from overseas. I'll go to Sweden. Yeah. So, you know, we're going to broadcast from over there. So, Nick, you'll have the opportunity. But I'm telling you right now, you will lose your heart in Sweden. What do you mean? We will be coming back and you're going to be staying. Hmm. Or you're going to be bringing one back with you. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, let me bring you to America. Yeah. Oh, I got to stay there. No, because there's too many. I mean. Beautiful country. Yeah. A guy Great. who lived on my floor in college moved to Sweden to marry a girl over there. Uh, there no, you, you will. You'll fall in love with the country, the technology. The just It's beautiful, except the winters. You know, it's kind of dark there. It's okay. Anal sex, you know. Keep me right there. Okay, you're locked. Cool. Awesome. <laughs> donkey, donkey punch your way to spring. <laughs> <laughs> Glad I could bring some happiness into Thank your you, life Beth. today. Nick wow, Beth. awesome. Police in Maine say a 14-year-old boy broke into home simply to try on women's underpants. <laughs> Teenager from Portland is charged with invasion of privacy and burglary. Police chief in Portland said at least five people have reported break-ins, which involve the burglar rummaging through their underpants since June. All right. I'm sorry I was laughing at the story. Oh, I want to hear the story clarified. I want to take a moment, but Dan sent me a message that in, in honor of his new look, he's changing. He's doing Sagazi Voss Asian style today. It's going to be called Xiao Pi Zhang featuring the Kamikaze rank rounds. <laughs> I can't wait. So, there's some guy who's going around in Maine. He's 14. Oh, it's a kid. Yeah, he's been running around breaking into houses and just trying on various underpants that he finds in the houses. And they're concerned, A, because obviously it's breaking and entering, and B, because they think it might be a precursor to other deviant, maybe possibly violent sexual behavior. They say this is a manifestation of a fetish with women's underpants. I think all guys are attracted to women's underpants. But not to, that to wear extreme, them. Though? No, not yeah. to that extreme. Right? I mean, just think, it's freaking Maine. What do you got? What else is there to do up there? Bored <laughs> yeah. to tears. Yeah. I don't think they have cable up there. It's Portland. It's not like it's <laughs> terrible. It's a very, it's a very hip city now. Portland is it? Maine. Portland Maine's hip. Yeah. Okay. I mean, some of the other cities aren't quite as no. hip. Once you get up toward Bangor. Yeah. All right. Well. But I don't know. So. But I, I, don't, I don't think they have to. I mean, you know, just stop the kids. Yeah. They get a, get a grip. Go, you know, whack off like everybody else. <laughs> <laughs> Judge D. Look, it didn't hurt Sean. <laughs> <laughs> no, clearly. Well, a young Australian mother says she streaked in front of 20,000 rugby fans wearing just sunglasses and a pair of big foam hands <laughs> to feel alive again. <laughs> 28-year-old Catherine Marie Marr has been sentenced to 40 hours community service after pleading guilty to disorderly conduct and willful exposure. She ran the full length of the rugby field and after danced under the goalposts before police and security guards escorted her away. Hey, it's a lady. Outside court, she said she had left her children with a babysitter in expectation of being put under arrest. She sent a letter of apology to the National Rugby League and she said she was just a mother who wanted to feel alive again again it was on her list of things to do in her life and she did it you know what good for her with the foam fingers and i like to tell her if she wants to really feel alive come on down here and do it over there in the production room with nick and sean you'll never feel so alive yeah. <laughs> or violated yeah. well a couple of revelations here first step 
Inside the industry, word is that Tom Cruise will have a cameo in the next Austin Powers sequel, that he'll play one of the spies aiding Mike Myers' title character, spoofing his Mission Impossible flicks along the way. Right on. They say they still haven't found uh, the nemesis yet, but they do hope that Sean Connery also will play Mike Myers' father. So that sounds great already. You know he's going to get the stars coming out of the woodwork. Mm -hmm. Now he needs... A villain, does he? Hmm. How about Captain Howdy? <laughs> you mean Doctor Evil's not coming back? I don't know what happened to him at the end of the second well, one. Well, second one was he got blasted off somewhere again. It was a heavy. It was heavy on the Doctor Evil. Well, I know that he hates the Doctor Evil get up and makeup. That it's really brutal. Oh, is it? Yeah. So he's trying to find a new character. He, well, yeah. I mean, you know what? That might be wise. Because Dr. Evil like, sort of dominated the second mm -hmm. one. It was yeah. great great and all, but it might be too much Dr. Yeah. Evil. Yeah, I didn't think it was as good as the first one. <clears throat> well, I didn't think so either, but in subsequent watchings, scene for scene, mm -hmm. they're hysterical. It's just there was no cohesion to it. <laughs> right. But the individual scenes are pretty insane. Mm -hmm. Him singing to Mini-Me. Right. All that Mini-Me action was great. And yeah, bring back Mini-Me. Him on the Springer show <laughs> yeah. with Scott. Right, that was funny. <laughs> that was great. Get a fight. You want a piece of me? <laughs> Another revelation. Britney Spears says when she's home, relaxing, she likes to walk around naked. Yeah. <laughs> Dark side of day. Hello. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry about that. I've never, I've never heard such a spontaneous outburst from you. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> That was like Nick. She's okay looking. <laughs> she says she doesn't understand why people object to her onstage outfits, that she's really comfortable with walking around naked at her home. She's not that Somebody's modest. Fabulous! She says a body's a beautiful thing. You shouldn't hide it. However, she says lately she does feel like her butt is getting a little big. That's her opinion. Is I think she that looks pretty, right? pretty good. She's going to give up. She, oh, no, no pictures? No. Bummer. She's going to uh, give Jennifer Lopez a run for her money in the butt department? You never know. I could see her getting a big fat ass, definitely. Yeah, you can see a big dumper. Yeah. She got a great ass! I saw her in some like charity basketball thing, and you could tell she didn't have an athletic bone in her body, so you know she's going to be a chubby. She dances. Oh, she dances like a wild woman. She's got killer abs. Yeah, but that doesn't mean that she's much of an athlete. You know what I she's, mean? So like, she's not your type. She's traditionally curvy. She's Lopez. not like stick, stick figure-y. Who are you taking? Lopez or Spears? Spears. Oh, yeah? yeah Spears yeah, or yeah. Aguilera? Aguilera. Really? She should be a wild woman in bed. She'd be awesome. Yeah. Brittany would kind of just lay there, I think. You know what I mean? But she, she's... Prime right now. Five, ten years from now, fat ass. Yeah, Aguilera's got a little sluttiness going on. She was a little too comfortable in the D getup. Yeah. <laughs> she was just a little too squatting right. and kicking. She was just like, well, hold on there. Yeah. Just, just, just bring it down a notch, honey. Yeah, but, uh. She'd probably, she'd probably forget about what she was doing. Was the, <laughs> the outtakes were outrageous. Well, this seems like a no-brainer. Angelina Jolie will become the United Nations' latest celebrity oh, ambassador. This seems like a no-brainer. Angelina Jolie <laughs> <laughs> will become, yeah, okay, celebrity ambassador. For the United Nations. No. She'll receive that honor at a ceremony next week. She'd be appointed a goodwill ambassador during an event at the agency's Geneva headquarters. Spokesperson says she's the kind of person who can get our message across to young people. Other celebrity ambassadors include Muhammad Ali, Michael Douglas, and former Spice Girl, Jerry Hallowell.
And what do they have to do? Well, they just run around and uh, they give goodwill and try to get people to pay more attention to the plight of the needy in various countries. And I know that Jerry Hollowell's big thing was contraception. Okay. Trying to encourage for her, herself. I think uh, for all. <laughs> <laughs> so what, uh, what would Angelina promote? She's psychotic. She does seem like a little bit of a weirdo. It's a loose cannon. Who's going to send her anywhere? She might snap. Well, I would do what she said. Start pouring blood on herself and stuff <laughs> and cutting herself and freaking out. I don't know. Hmm. I don't know. Not a good one. I'd be a good one. I think so. Yeah. Not so concerned about the plight of the needy, though. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> I don't know how you can even look at him. <laughs> Country singer Shania Twain has given birth to a baby boy. Asia, spelled E-J-A, was born August 12th. Well, according to a his ass publicist <laughs> who works for a public relations firm representing Twain. She and her husband, producer Mutt Lang, not releasing any information on the baby, including where he was born. They live in Switzerland, and she is a native of Canada. They've been married since 1993. This is their first child. First kid for old Mutt. They've been married for a while. I didn't realize they'd been married that long. Yeah, Mutt's been married before. He's qu he's quite a bit older, I think. Yeah. She's 35. Yeah, and Mutt's probably got a couple of marriages going on there. I wonder if he has any kids, but it's their first. Mm -hmm. Okay, good for them. Why do you never see him? Why is he always hiding in the background? Because he's not an on-camera guy. Mm. Very rare pictures of him. He's decided to be producer and the puppet master. I saw this thing on TV where they were showing her wedding photos and he wasn't in any of them. Is that right? It's just with her family. Yeah, he's very... It's almost like he really hides from Well, them. a lot of people who are producers really don't want to be artists. That's why they're producers. And, uh, you know, they're, they're comfortable with that, being behind the scenes, controlling everything. Mm -hmm. And finally, it looks like after some creative editing, you may finally see the Afro Man song, Because I Got High on MTV. What do you mean creative editing? Well, they've taken out some of the references to the drugs, and I guess they have some scenes where people are smoking pot. Is there anything so left them. on the song? I know. I don't know what is left, but... I guess people wanted to see it, and they said, listen, you show that show Jackass, people set themselves on fire. What's the big deal here? I like the song. It cracks me up. Take the song, you identify the song to our side. It's good stuff right here. This is life story. What about I mean, the words? So far, yeah? Okay. It's kind of a condemnation, a funny sort of condemnation of drug use in a little bit of a way. I was gonna go to class before I got high. I mean, basically, okay. he doesn't do anything because he's high. <laughs> <laughs> so they stepped up and uh, fought for the right to get this song on the air. Yeah, I think they made some changes, though. I was told by the guys who did Behind the Music, um, you know, on the Twisted Sister one, that, uh, well, besides the fact that they believe that the shite story is one of the funniest things they've ever had on VH1 that they were so like in love with that story that they were prepared to fight to the bitter end for the right to say the word shite they knew they weren't going to be able to say the other word they got it in there three times and they said that the board came back uh, at first rejected it wanted it removed and they fought they said it wasn't that big a fight though they fought for about 10 minutes to get it in there and now I wonder if the version that they play in Scotland will be edited. Well, it has, they edit, they beep the word shite 
and they allow the, the full no. American pronunciation. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. But they got it in there. They, they, they wanted that story in there. It's a good story. It was a good story. I, I laughed hard. <laughs> Baseball yesterday, Texas 13-3 over the Yankees. Red Sox beat Anaheim 8-5. Mets 5-2 over Colorado. Mostly sunny, mid-80s today. Tonight clear, 60, and then tomorrow some clouds. Some showers also likely in a high in the upper 70s. 65 at 835. Oh, I'd have to tell you what's next. Shong Shi Pao <laughs> with the kamikaze round. Everybody's excited about it. Uh, you may know it better as Sagenzi Vas. With Psycho Dan's Game Show with the Blitzkrieg Ground. Coming up next, we're going to have lifelines. You know what that is. That's where you know the answer. And you call in to 860-666-4444. And if we use you as a lifeline, you win a prize pack. Also, we have Voices of Metal tickets to give away coming up. You know, that's Vince Neil, Rat, Slaughter, Vixen, all going to be at the Oakdale Theater. Uh, what night is that? That's tomorrow night? Friday night. Friday night. Big Friday. So Thursday is Godsmack, New School. Friday is Voice of Metal, Old School. Correct? Yes. yes. It'll be a big weekend if you're a full-blown metalhead like myself. All right, so do stick around for that and more. This is D. Steiner Radio. It is Radio 104. I had the pleasure of listening to you talk. D. Snyder. I seen him go nuts. Radio 104. Speaking of getting nuts. Now back to D. Snyder Radio. I'm very fired up. On Radio 104. That's the cry, as they say. Voices of Metal! Very into it. All this week, we'll be giving away tickets to the Voices of Metal Tour at the ctnow.com Oakdale Theater this Friday, August 24th. The Voices of Metal Tour features Vince Neal, Rant, Slaughter, and Vixen. That's a lot of hit songs right there. Mm-hmm. A lot of hit hits right there. A big night. So, Nick, are you actually going to the Voices of Metal show? I'm going to stop by for a while, yeah. Stay yeah. along for Yeah? Probably early. Out. I would think, what do you think, Vince Neil would headline that? Yes. Yeah. So, you can go and see Rad earlier. And uh, Wanted Man, mid-show. Mm. Maybe early. It's going to be a crowd pleaser. He might come out to something <laughs> like this. <laughs> I would Why hope so. He? Yeah. Cool song. Like, okay, you see everybody's waiting. The anticipation vision is palatable. Yeah! <laughs> and then some chubby roadie comes out on the stage, <laughs> goes over to his microphone, and turns out it's actually Stephen Piercy. See? Yeah. Come on, don't say that, man. <laughs> I mean, this song just has attitude. Crank it up for a minute, Nick. Yeah. 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 I love this song. Yeah. <laughs> that sucks. Stephen Piercy lost it, man. Well, maybe, you know, that was a couple of years ago I saw him. Mm-hmm. And then he quit Rat. Maybe he went to rehab. Maybe he's Cleaned back. up. Mm-hmm. Got in shape. It could happen. You're one yeah. of the few of your peers who is still in good shape. Yeah, well, actually, uh, yeah, there's a few. But some of them, the Quiet Riot guys looked amazing. Mm-hmm. But they got back in shape. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I wouldn't sure. even mind if he did heroin for a while and send out a bit. Send out a bit. It works. Works for LA guys. First, you gotta do the truffle shuffle. <laughs> 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 well, that'll be happening at a whole different show. Okay. Call number 10 right now at 860-666-4444. We'll win a pair of tickets to the Voices of Metal show this Friday at the ctnow.com Oakdale Theater. And you can say hello to Nick, but don't interrupt him when he's headbanging. That's right. Because he hates to be interrupted when he's banging. <laughs> don't talk to me, I'm banging! Yeah. Got the devil horns up in the air, he's rocking out. All right, uh, let's get a traffic update because Sagan's Evaz is on its way. And the Lizard Man is coming into the studio from Sobe Beverages. Guy is a transhumanist. He has been slowly but surely turning himself into a human lizard. More about that later. Psycho, what's going on? All right, traffic on 84 East. It is now delay-free coming into town. 84 West, traffic beginning to break up, coming over the Bulkley Bridge. 91 South, a little bit slow in the right lane from exit 35 coming into downtown. 91 North looks pretty good right now. Route 2, just a little bit slow approaching the flyover. 91 South into New Haven is delay-free. 95 South gets a little bit busy just approaching the Quinnipiac River Bridge, but you're fine after that. And Route 8 is a smooth ride. At 845, I'm Psycho Dan with this Modern Record Report on Radio 104. I have some uh, reactions before we get to Sagan's Evaz, if you don't mind. Of course, people still talking about Behind the Music. It was on again last night. Uh, let's see, we got here, said, uh, uh, I like many of your peeps, I'm the first-time writer, however, long-time listener. My husband and I saw the premiere of Twisted Sisters Behind the Music last night and enjoyed it very much. Just want to let you know that I'm glad that you mentioned the part about your job answering phones for five bucks an hour. I can't imagine what that must have done to your ego. Not a hell of a lot. <laughs> um, not only as being a big rock star, but as a man who has had to provide for his family as well. I want you to know how much I admire you and Suzette. You've managed to make it through and raise a wonderful, well-grounded family. I wish you continued success and much happiness. Your peep, Cheryl. Thank you, Cheryl. Thank you. Uh, let's see. Meg, Faith, and Tom Wright say we just saw Twisted Sister behind the music. And although you went through a lot, we're really glad you came to Hartford. Keep up the good work. And D... That afro you had was, I don't know the words <laughs> that could do it justice. Please stick with the mullet, okay? Have a great day. I'll try. It is so choice. <laughs> and lastly, for this bunch of this letters, right, just as far as the behind the music goes, D, just watched Twisted Sister behind the music. I thought it kicked ass. I never experienced the music and rebellion of Twisted Sister because I was born in 82, but I wish I was part of it. I saw Strangeland when I didn't know the Twisted Sister legacy and I thought you were one effed up dude. But now that I know who you are and what your message was, I now believe that you are one kick ass effed up dude. See, better. you've modified it. Rock on, D, and trust me, you can say shite as many times as you want on television. Dan from West Haven. On to the subject of uh, yesterday we were playing hypothetically regarding excrement as art. D and the gang this morning, I heard you mention again that Darkseid's brother likes to photograph feces. If you aren't already aware... I know of something you might be interested in. A few years ago, while I was in Amsterdam, I went to a museum of modern art, and the feature exhibit was called Naked Shite, or the actual word. The exhibit consisted of huge floor-length murals of human excrement and two naked guys. It was interesting, to say the least. CJ from West End. So there is precedent for your brother's work. On the subject of women, and uh, Nick was talking about his perfect woman and all that mm -hmm. stuff, and we got the conversation on how we would view women, judging women. Uh, what's that hand gesture you're making there? Uh, no, no. I thought it was a Hooters gesture. Uh, 
JD says, I have to agree with you, D, in your order about judging women. I used to have this philosophical debate with some of my friends in college about which was more important in a girl you dated, uh, face or body. We did Because I said I went from Suzette's face mm -hmm. and I worked my way down. We decided through time that, in fact, the face is more important, especially in a dating situation, no matter how slamming a girl's body is. If she doesn't have it going on in the face, it is hard to keep interest in her and want her around. That's uh, JD's opinion. Actually, I wasn't saying that. I was just saying that that's how I worked it with Suzette. Um, I don't know, man. Slam and body. It can... Uh, like it can work override a lot of things. Yeah, but I mean, you don't want to date anyone with just a slamming body and an ugly face. You, know, you just have sex with those. Well, people. I have one letter here uh, that is uh, says D. I have a favor I wanted to ask. Ask. I know this sounds kind of dumb, but I want to be set up on a date with Nick. He is the exact kind of guy I am attracted to. I'm not a dog, I promise. I'm an exotic dancer. But don't worry, I'm not a slut or anything. I'm just doing it to make my way through college. Awesome. I have a great ass, which I know is very important to Nick. Can you please set something up? I would love to meet him. I'll give you a quick description. Blue-green eyes, long brown, thick curly hair with blonde highlights. I'm 5'7", I weigh 120 pounds. hoo Save that letter, D. Lauren. <laughs> Keep that letter right An there. exotic dancer. I think, I think, <laughs> I mean, maybe it's not the girl you're going to marry, but yeah. there might be a few nice dates in here. Yeah, that's a... Uh, Do it in the butt. Yeah, that's an interesting weekend right there. Okay, so I'm holding Lauren's letter. That's a keeper. <laughs> See, I did what I was going to do. Okay. Well, I think we got everything covered. I think it's time to get into the game that everybody wants to hear, Sagan Zivas. <laughs> no, we're not playing this week. not. Okay, game over. Let's try it again. Hold on. D, let me just say, the prize, I've, I, I know what the prize is for this week. This could be the best game of Sagan Zivas ever, wow. just for what there the prize is. There it goes. And now, the Snyder Radio presents America's favorite game show. It's Sagan Sebas. Here he is, your host with the most, Psycho Dan. Yeah, Psycho. All right, all right. Bring it down just a notch. <laughs> settle down, settle down. Now. I can't help it. Everybody's right. stoked. <laughs> all right, well, precursor to this show, Nick mentioned the prize. Yes. Um, it has a little something to do with Dark Side, Dave. Uh, Dark Side, you remember the journey stuff you were playing during my traffic reports for the past month or so? I know I do. The harassing, the endless harassing of you, If this is a journey CD, get out of my way. Okay, well, uh, no. As a matter of fact, Beth, this goes out to Dark Side. Payback is a bitch, Dark Side, because what I'm giving away today is a Mr. Wallace voodoo doll. <laughs> 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 okay. Please, please describe it for the at-home audience. Well, it's a doll that stands about 12 inches in height. It's uh, got a fairly large nose. It's fairly big. They put a fake nose on it's it. It's as big it's as the guy's head. <laughs> Very amusing. To scale. He's got the little nom tattoo. Uh, he's got the skid marks oh, on the undershorts. On. Oh. As you can see, this is a flexible doll, and you can do what you want with it, Darkseid. Now, if you win the voodoo doll, 
you can do what you want. You can give Mr. Wallace a nose job and remove it. Or if Nick gets his hands on it, if Nick gets his hands on it, I already saw him beginning to undress Mr. Wallace. Well, you better right? try to win this doll. Yeah. <laughs> I hate you, psycho. Is that why you think he said, I hope we're still friends after today's game? Well, I'd assume so. <laughs> yes. yeah. All right, so quickly, the order this week, we're going to start with Nick, then we'll go to D, then Beth, and then Darkside. Darkside was last week's big winner. He took home the David Duchovny doll. Maybe you can give David Duchovny a playmate this week Jake if can. you come through. Okay, <laughs> Just one. be careful that the Mr. Wallace doll doesn't snort the David Duchovny doll. <laughs> yes. And let me... Uh, guys all suck. <laughs> Let me quickly remind listeners out there that if you know an answer, only when you know an answer, please call in and be a lifeline. You could win a D. Snyder Radio prize pack. At 860-666-4444. Thank you, Beth. They will need that phone number. All right, so quickly, I'm just going to play you guys some uh, clues. You're going to guess what questions I went out and asked some crazy kooks down in Hartford Park. Okay, everybody ready? Right on. Let's go. All right. Dark side, if you would, please play the first clue for Nick. Movie involving race cars and rocket ships. Race cars and rocket ships. Do you give us a hint? Do you tell us a mo- it's a movie or you tell us it's a famous phrase or something or do you, or no? No. You Just always, asking. Yeah, you always ask. I asked up front this time instead of on my <laughs> turn. <laughs> How about uh, Anal Invader Part 3? <laughs> <laughs> there oh. weren't cars in that. <laughs> so silly. Yeah, Nick. All right. What do you think, D? Oh, came to me already? Yes. I'm going to go, uh, what's Armageddon? Good guess, good guess. Uh, no. Beth? What is Chitty Chitty Bang Bang? <laughs> <laughs> Wrong. And Dark Side. Uh, Mission to Mars. Mission to Mars. You know, no. in Scotland, they call that Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. <laughs> <laughs> I knew that. I knew that. All right. Next clue for Nick. He's not right. He's a mess today. That's an old Atari game. Ooh. Nick, that's right up your alley. Yeah, I know. It's a mess right there. Um, ooh. Nick, uh, before you answer, I will say that this is, in fact, a rock band. You guys do need some clues. A rock band. Uh, pitfall? Pitfall. No. They're huge. A rock band. Uh... Too long. Beth. Oh, we got... Who's Motley Crue? No. We got lifelines, by the way. Darkside, would you like to use a lifeline? Um, Mr. Wallace hangs in the balance. Yeah, okay, I'll take... um, Hold on, one of them just came up. Is that no name on there, though? I know, but they must know. (laughs) Well, you can't stall and wait. Jeff from Middlefield. All right. Jeff from Middlefield. Jeff, Darkside wants a point. Help him out, bro. How about flashback? <laughs> no. Flashback. <laughs> no, no. Say goodbye to the lifeline, Darkside. Okay, Ouch. sorry, Jeff. Mr. Wallace. If you don't, if, if the new clue makes you realize you don't know the answer, bail on the phone, okay, guys? <laughs> I think I might know now. All right, why don't we have the last clue for Nick? That's more than 4,000, less than 6,000 men running in a circle. Oh, that's so easy, Nick. That just gave it away. Come on. Oh. I think Beth knows. Damn it, damn it. Uh, d- f- Play off the numbers. Don't help him, Psycho. No, too late. No. D? 
Uh, what is 10,000 Maniacs? What? Oh, I didn't gee. do the math. Go ahead, Beth. Take it. What is 6,000 Maniacs? <laughs> <laughs> You say the same thing. <laughs> Dark side, you can steal it and save your father. That's more than 4,000, less than 6,000 men running in a circle. Um, oh, um, there's got to be people in their cars out there killing more themselves. More than 4,000, less than 6,000 in a circle. One of those bands that nobody cares about. Soul coughing, I don't oh. know. Oh, wait, let's let somebody answer. Yeah. Sure, yeah. Okay, for a prize pack. Sarah, good morning. Hello? Hi, do you know the answer to the question? Oh, I, I know what it I is. Did. You thought I know you did? what it is. See, you don't know. See? It's Power Man 5000. Yes. Oh. No point. I though. know, I know. <laughs> Let somebody I'm win a sorry. prize. Sorry, sorry. Sarah. Okay. All right, that's all right. Let's move right on to the next question. Play the first clue for Nick. It's like a reindeer. It's a big, big moose. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, well. Sounds like an animal. Mm. How about uh, Mr. Wallace caught in headlights? <laughs> 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 no, That's wrong? Mr. Wallace caught in headlights? Okay, it's like a big, big moose. Is that what she said? Yeah. Who is Lizard Man? Oh. No, he's going to be on the show in a little bit. Beth. Um, I'm going to not totally fall into the trap, and I'm going to say... What's a carabiner? Oh, I oh. like carabu, carabiner. Oh. Trying to actually play the game. Yeah, yeah I know, yeah. No, All right. right. <laughs> All right, dark side. Mr. Lentino at feeding time. Oh, here we go. Mr. Lentino at feeding time is wrong. Sorry. That's All right. Give us all another clue, please. It's a bicycle that was very popular in the 80s, and Nicole Kidman was in a movie that she rode one in. What do you think, Nick? I don't think there are any lifelines up yet. No, there aren't. <laughs> she was in the... I know. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, damn it. Damn. You are worthless until the Blitzkrieg round. D? What is a unicycle? <laughs> <laughs> Very calculating, Dave. You're wrong. I'm sorry. Bad. Oh, we have a lifeline, actually. I'm going to go for that lifeline. You are? Oh, all right. Okay, Dan. You want Dan from Hard Hit New Britain or Mike from Springfield? Uh, let's go out of state. Yeah. Springfield, because that's where oh, Psycho's from. New Britain. <laughs> <laughs> I, thought was, I thought it was a new country. Mike from Springfield. Hey, man. Hey, what's up? How you doing, buddy? So, what's the out. what's the answer? Beth needs a point. Uh, BMX bike. I Mudbone, can I accept that? No. I'm <laughs> sorry. Is, no, I'm sorry. sorry. Thank you, though. It's way better than I would have done. Yeah, very close. Very close. I'm sorry. Dark side. Got to be specific. I got to hear the clues. Hold on. It's like a reindeer. It's a big, big moose. Hmm. Big, big moose. Oh, um. Reindeer, big moose. Uh, did you already say unicycle? Yes, I did. I yeah, unicycle is wrong. Sorry. All right, let's have uh, one more clue for Nick. A small rat-like animal that has a high-pitched squeal. I think I can take this one. Mongoose? Yeah. Mongoose, mongoose. Nice, Nick. A mongoose. Uh, that lady thought it was thought it was 
a giant animal. Moose. A moose. Mongoose. <laughs> yes, well. <laughs> okay. All right, everybody who calls, we, we've got the answer for that one. We got a point. All right. We t- we splitting it here? All right, taking a break. All right. Well, after two questions, Nick leads the way with one point, and there that's dangerous because Nick does well in the Blitzkrieg round, so Mr. Mm. Wallace <laughs> could fall into some very bad hands. This is a voodoo doll, dark side. Comes complete with a little nail. Right. Oh, no. Oh, that's brutal. What did he ever do to you? Psycho. It's a voodoo dog. Sorry, folks. All right, we're coming back with four questions in the Blitzkrieg round. All right, stick around. And the lizard man, who is going to be, uh, who apparently is, is in, in the, the house, building. is in yeah. the building. He's, he's eating food <laughs> of somewhere. Okay. Insects, I think. Yeah, he's eating insects upstairs mm-hmm. in the calf. So stick around for more of Saga Vivas. This is D-Sider Radio. It's Radio 104. It's too far gone. WMRQ, Waterbury, Hartford. I offend it. He has a name. You call him by his name. D. Snyder Radio. Got it. Transportation provided by Peter Van Buslin. There's, there's something. Ray D. O. 104. Now back to D. Snyder. This is the privilege and responsibility we share. On Ray O. 104. Lizard man's in the house. He certainly is. That's a little freaked out. Well, it's tough to not stare at him, but I suppose that he is used to that and doesn't mind. Yeah, I, I think he's I okay with it. If you don't want people to stare at you, you don't tattoo your whole body like a lizard, right? <laughs> Look behind you. <laughs> Mr. Wallace. <laughs> The Mr. Wallace voodoo doll <laughs> is standing on the wi- looking through the window at us. What they did is they took a, do- a regular oh. doll and then they took one of those faint Groucho noses and put it around his whole head. So he's basically his head is a giant nose. There's a phone call for you on line one, uh, Psycho. Uh, is Mr. Wallace is on the phone. <laughs> oh, man. Are you lying? Hi, Mr. Wallace. <laughs> oh, <laughs> How you doing, Mr. Wallace? I'm doing good. You know, you're, you're, so you're back from Maine, I guess, then. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Mr. Wallace. Yes. Psycho, Psycho's standing over there. He's awfully nervous right now, Mr. Wallace. I, I don't know why. <laughs> Mr. Wallace is a big person. His oh, hand yeah. is bigger than my head. I have, I have one quick question to ask you about that doll. Yes. Uh, Did you say he had a tattoo on it? Uh, it, it has some uh, yeah. Vietnam tattoo on it. Well, I guess it can't be me because I don't have any tattoos. That's right. Uh-huh. 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 Not very accurate. Mr. Wallace, <laughs> I can at least, at least say, as, as a fellow man with a proboscis, that your son has fought valiantly defending your honor day in, day out. If you saw, the, you'd be proud to see how many middle fingers fly <laughs> during many of these conversations and how mad he gets over there. Well, I'll tell you, I've been listening for, for the last few weeks, and, um, yeah, I've been taking notes, and <laughs> I've, I've, been, I've been sharpening up my punji sticks, and you know, <laughs> certain people just don't want to step off the sidewalk when they go outside the buildings. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I know, like, you you were in Vietnam. I believe that uh, some of the, the vets that went over there used to take the ears of their victims. Is that true? Oh, yeah. 
Yeah, that is true. Dry them and wear them around as a necklace <laughs> of the people they killed. Psycho's got a Psycho, big... you got some big ears. <laughs> Psycho's got really big ears, Mr. Wallace. They'd probably be really easy to take off. I know, and I look Asian lately, so <laughs> I better watch my step. <laughs> All right, Mr. Wallace, uh, we'll try and tone it down a little bit. <laughs> oh, that's okay. I just called to just <laughs> let you know I don't have a tattoo. <laughs> uh, you're, you're a good sport, Mr. Wallace. Uh, actually, I actually know that about you. Thanks for calling. <laughs> okay. uh, want to say anything to your dad? No, Dark stop. Uh, sorry, Dad. <laughs> Talk to you guys later. Right, bye, bye, Mr. Wallace. Wallace. <laughs> Dude, you're in trouble. Ooh. This guy's killed people with his bare hands. My girlfriend helped me put it together. <laughs> you didn't throw her under the Good. bus? More ears for the <laughs> necklace. Okay. We got to get back into the game. Yeah, we got to do this. Let's fire it up. The score stands. Psycho, where are we at? Yes, it does. The uh, Nick leads away with one point. Yeah. And then UD uh, have no points. And then Beth with nothing and Darkseid with nothing as well. Darkseid and Beth both... Uh, blew their lifelines in the first round so only D and Nick have lifelines left however if they manage to blow theirs quickly maybe we'll have to reinstate new lifelines okay when last we left off Nick had the only points that means we're going to start with D now D yeah I'm ready listen to this clue tell me what you think it was shaped like a honeybee that's it it was shaped like a honeybee? It was shaped like a honeybee. Yes. I'll give you a... You want a clue? Well, I mean, I think that's going be appropriate. Nah, let's go around one time. Yeah, let's go around one time. What's, okay. what's shaped like a honeybee? These knots. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. And Beth? What's a bouffant hairdo? Oh, no. Kind of fell into that trap. That's what I was thinking. Dark side... <laughs> Shaped like a honeybee. Um, um, uh, marbles? Small? Round? Marble? Hello? No. Wake up? No. What do you think, Nick? I'm going to go with um, one of uh, Mr. Wallace's snots. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> no, that's wrong. I'm sorry. Let's have the next clue, see if it opens things up. That's when you're standing up in class and you get a woody. <laughs> what do you think, D? <laughs> What's uh, a helmet? <laughs> no, I'm sorry, Beth. I'd like to go to my lifeline. There is no lifeline. <laughs> there is no lifeline. Um, Na- Native Americans. That's all I'm going to say. Native Americans. What is... um? Dances with blackboard. <laughs> dark side, dark side. What do you think? That's when you're standing up in class and you get a Woody. Uh, Mr. Lentino and an all you can eat buffet. <laughs> <laughs> well, Nick, it's your turn. <laughs> that was brutal. <laughs> you love yourself right now. <laughs> the um. Something call of attention. The, uh, I don't know, purple helmets. Uh, <laughs> no. Purple helmet. Purple helmets, majesty. All right, last clue. Oh, for give me a clue. That's a little house that people used to live in when the buffaloes roamed the earth. Okay, I'm going to say, uh, what is a wigwam? Oh, no! <laughs> you managed to do that. Well, it's your turn, Beth. Stop waving. What's a teepee? Yeah. Oh. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Why does it wigwam? I don't know. 
<laughs> I don't know why you said wigwam, D. All right, don't worry, because we'll move on to the last question, then we're going to have the blitzkrieg round, all right? Nick and D, you guys both have lifelines left, okay? Okay. Dark side, go ahead, hit the first clue for yourself. That's a problem that some guys have, that there's always, like, a little bit of sperm coming out of their penis, and they can't help it. Oh, man. Uh, I don't know if I can really uh, pre... Pre-ejaculate? Yeah, but with the C word. I don't know. I don't think yeah, that that's... that's a, yeah. I wouldn't ask something know. like that. All right, Nick, what do you think? <laughs> no, God forbid. Uh, <laughs> it's got to be like uh, some kind of post-drip. Post-nasal drip? It's not post-nasal drip. Nope, D. Sound what is the drip? The drip. <laughs> no. <laughs> Beth. What is man overboard? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Down in the tuck, I suppose. Why don't we have another clue for Dark Side? Go ahead. That's when you drink way too much lactose and your bones become so big that you can't even fit into regular clothes. Is that a real disease? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I looked it up in the uh, medical dictionary and it is. This is a medical term. Oh, um... I'll take the lifeline. Wow. Okay, Jerry from Bristol. Or Actually, Tom Dark Side, you don't you're have nodding. a lifeline, you jerk. <laughs> <laughs> you're going to say, we're going to have to save that lifeline for Nick or D. Don't Damn. go anywhere, um, lifeline. But, no, uh, just for trying to steal one, you're out. All right, Nick, you want to use the lifeline or are you going to get Yeah, let's go lifeline, lifeline. All right. Lifeline. Who are you taking? Uh, let's go. Who would be smart here? Jerry from Bristol. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. Keith from Meriden just got on. Keith from Meriden. Keith Meriden. from Meriden. Hi, Keith. How's it going, man? Oh, Keith, <laughs> Keith, <laughs> turn down the radio. <laughs> Oh, God. Oh, what take, an idiot. I don't, I don't want to <laughs> <All right. laughs> oh, uh, Jerry, Jerry from Bristol. Jerry from Bristol. Hey, Jerry, how's it going, man? All right, how you doing? Good. So, you can, Nick can win this. To, Nick could win the doll with the big nose. I, I would have to say gonorrhea. Oh. Oh. Damn it. Sorry. Goodbye to the lifeline. D, you have a lifeline. I have a lifeline. Okay. I'm going to go with Dave from East Haven. I'm going to go for a lifeline here. Dave? What's up? How you doing, bro? All right. All right, man. Get me a I'm point. Gonna, I'm going to go with dribble. No. Ah, Sorry, but a good try. Dave, nice try. All right, well, Beth. Wait, one more oh, We have one more clue. Is that Beth, all three of them? Beth and then uh, another clue. Okay, Beth. What is elephantitis? No. No, no. I hit the wrong buzzer. I'm sorry. That's wrong. All right, one more clue. That was, was a good guess. Three. That's when a girl waits for her milkman. All right, milkman is part of it. Milkman is part of the answer, folks. What do you think, Dark Side? Just put one word with that. Um, weak bones. Got to drink milk. I, I don't know. No, it's not osteoporosis. It's not. I don't Nick, what do you think? Milkman, what? Uh, oh. Delivering the good milk and honey. <laughs> no. <laughs> D. It's a medical term with milkman in it? Yes, it is. I swear I'll show it to you in the office. Lactating milkman. <laughs> and Beth. Milkman syndrome? Oh, Beth. Yes. Uh, no. Ding, 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 what? ding. That's milkman not syndrome? Milkman syndrome. Yes. That's not a popular oh, anything. <laughs> what is it? No controversy. I don't know what it no is, but I looked it up in the medical dictionary. Yeah, that's common knowledge. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> 
I got yes. it. All right, this is a close game. D and Darkside, no I points. I look it up with those glasses. <laughs> it would have set the dictionary on fire. Beth, you have two points. Nick has Ooh. one point. Nick, you got to really do some work here. You want to win the doll. Yeah. All right, I am going to start with Darkside. What gangster was nicknamed Snorky? Snoop Doggy Dog. No, Nick. Uh, easy. No, Scatteria. <laughs> no, Beth. Al Capone. Yeah, Beth. All right, moving on to Dark Side. Yeah? What color eyes did all of the monkeys have? Brown. Yes, Dark Side. Moving on to Nick. Yeah. How many years did it take Michelangelo to paint the ceiling of the Sistine Chapel? Oh, 13. Oh, D. 15. No, Beth. Six. Close. No, Dark Side. Five. No, it was four. Mm. Moving back to Nick. If Sean were a fish, Nick, what kind of fish would he be? Uh, I. Well, too late, too well. late. No, no, D. <laughs> Blowfish. Yes, D. Oh, I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> what country's people are top TV watchers? United States. Too late. Dark side. United States. No, Nick. Japan, Japan. Yeah, Nick, two points. Moving on to D. Last question. What is Mudbone's legal middle name? Shwastuka. No, Beth. Mac Daddy. No, Dark Side. <laughs> he doesn't have one. No, Nick. Bernard. Yeah, Nick. Wow, how did you know that? Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, Sean. no. Sean, read him and wave. Who is Mr. Wallace going home with today? Actually, Mr. Wallace can go home with either Nick or Beth since yeah. we're both tied with yeah. three points apiece. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dark Side and D each have one point, so they're the big losers this week, Psycho. All right. Well, I you, got, you got joint custody? <laughs> I'll have him on weekends. Nick can take him during no, the No, you're not, because no. it's time for... The kiss-up oh. round. That's right. All right. Oh, Nick, work it. No, Beth, you go first. Psycho Dan, I'd like to point out that I'm the only one who didn't make fun of your look with the glasses. As a matter of fact, I think I remember saying that I thought you looked nice in glasses. Just, and also remember nice? last week that I was the one, the only one who cared enough about your well-being to say that you should take off some time from work. Oh, that's crap. How are you paying the bills now? We'll talk about that after the show, <laughs> D. Uh, Nick? Psycho, I ain't kissing up to you, man. But that doll in my hands, it's a lot of fun. Give it to Nick. <laughs> Mr. Wallace goes home with Nick today. I knew it. Comes complete with his own little Ooh. needle. <laughs> Bend him over, do whatever you gotta do. I don't care. <laughs> no, Mr. Wallace, I tried. Uh, I tried. I wonder how what his were penis you feels. Do I would have given oh, it to your dad. It's your dad's. Dude, get in right there. Better you die. Is he anatomically correct? No, no. I got the help. He's coming in. Darkseid's coming in. You can't keep it up. He's got a doll defending his dad's honor. Defend, defend. All right, well, the fight's going on. Oh, the sign came down. He ran the nose off. Oh, my God. Pandemonium. Oh, he's killing you. He's killing you. Oh, he ripped your dad's arms off. Oh, my God. He ripped the doll, but you can't do that. It's a voodoo doll. Dude, that's interference. He's banned from the game for two weeks. Darkside, you can't rip off the arms of a voodoo doll of your dad. Your dad's in agony. Mr. Wallace, we check and see if he's okay. Yeah, someone get an ambulance out there. <laughs> All, right. All right, we're taking a break. We have to regroup. Lizard Man's coming in next from Sobe Beverages. Guy's transhumanist. He's turning into a lizard. He's awesome. <laughs> Tell you all about it and more. I know that guy. Stick around for it. He's not a radio. It's Radio 104. Right, let's calm things down here. We've got a problem there. It needs to be cleaned out. Hey, D, what's up, man? This is Mike with Good morning, sunshine. My peeps are here. What is up? D, 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 Snyder. I'm in your corner. I can see that. Radio 104.
Snyder Radio. I'm trying to convince people that this is actually happening. On Radio 104. What am I doing here? Oh, yeah. Dude, March of Dimes. I did that earlier, didn't I? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's all right. You know what? Nick, you're falling apart at the seams. Let me tell you how you can win these Snyder Cedo. That would be mine, actually. That's right. Now through September 3rd, you can register to win D. Snyder's Sea-Doo. That's a personal watercraft. It is so choice. 2001 GS two-seater. Does like 55, 60 miles an hour. It is awesome. It's worth seven grand. It comes with a trailer and everything. We've had it for the summer. We've been having a blast. People have been registering all summer long at places like Landon Sea Marine and Waterbury and Humphreys East in New Haven and uh, Humphreys... Wait a minute, no Humphreys West on here anymore? Has this been modified? Yeah. I see. Radio 104 is there every Thursday night, by the way, so you can stop down there and hang out Radio 104 and register. All you got to do is fill out a little coupon, put it in the box, and on September 6th, we're going to do a drawing, and you will win my CDU. I've got it for the summer. Register now. Make it yours forever. We're having a great time with it, and I know you're going to have a blast, too. Got to get down to things here, man. We got the Lizard Man in the studio. Mm-hmm. And, uh... Welcome. What, can we call you Lizard Man or... Yeah, just call me the Lizard Man. Just call you Lizard Man? Lizard Man's fine. Now, Lizard Man and, and I, he's representing Soapy Beverages. That's right. Which is a marriage made in hell, I think. <laughs> uh, Aren't they all? And I am a... Yes, of course, the best ones are. Uh, being a Soapy fan and, and Lisa Stack, who's a rep from Soapy, she knows. She and I met quite a while back. And I basically told them, listen. I want to hook up with you guys. Not you. I didn't say you personally. <laughs> I uh, I said I want to hook you because I love Sobe. You know, and I, I've been drinking Sobe ever since I discovered it at 7-Eleven on Long Island. And my family loves it. And I like to, you know, represent stuff that I can uh, talk about. And uh, so that was worked out really good for them. But you, I mean, the lizard, that's their, their symbol. It's the perfect tie-in. Drink, drink the lizard, you know. Yeah. You do it, you, and then there you are, the lizard man. Mm-hmm. But we go back to Strangeland. That's right. Spider God 5, a previous mm-hmm. alias that you've had. Yeah. You actually, he worked the premiere party, the Night of a Thousand oh. Scars. He was oh. there doing Where a show. people themselves on meat hooks and stuff. Yeah, exactly. Those are, uh, I worked with those guys a lot since then. We hooked up, uh, TSD and I hooked up at that event. I was actually outside spitting fire. I was on fire on the main stage and downstairs with people jumping up and down on me and beds of nails, swallowing swords, running skewers through my body, hanging stuff off my piercings. Yeah. Another day in the I park for me. I need to know some yeah. of the motivation behind. <laughs> well, you can ask but yeah. we have a mutual friend, Keith Alexander, who was my consultant and the whole in developing the Captain Howdy character and whatever. And he was telling me about this guy, Spider God Five, the lizard man who was a transhumanist who was tr- trying to change into a lizard. And we should say. What you look like, because I, I can <laughs> well, see... Well, Beth, <laughs> Beth walked in here. She was wide-eyed, dude. Paint a picture for him. <laughs> all right, well, his hair is normal, but then all of his body's wearing shorts and a t-shirt. All that I can see, basically, looks like the skin of a lizard. It's got the black, black outline and the, mm-hmm. yeah, the scales, and then it's green. And then where his eyebrows were... Oh, he's going to be touching. <laughs> he's touching. <laughs> he's got surgical implants. He's got some kind there. of implants that are bumps, and they feel like bumps. <laughs> and then, so yeah, he looks like a lizard. Oh, and the teeth are also filed to points. Been there, done that. And his tongue. Whoa, I told you they could do a little thing I with hope, him. <laughs> I hope that you had surgery to get that done. Is 
split in half <laughs> like a lizard tongue, and it moves in the one side moves independently of the other side, and he can cross them over. And the I don't know, that. maybe he can even smell uh, things chicks, with his tongue. Chicks really now. dig that. It, uh, it cut out all the ambiguity in my life. They either come <laughs> running towards me or go running away from me, and I just pick from the ones that come running in. And yeah. so, yeah. I guess, and we also have a huge. Yeah, but don't would you like once in a while piercing. to do a cheerleader? <laughs> um, actually, uh, now that you mention it, my uh, my my current girlfriend of going on two years now is uh, pretty much what you would expect. You know, look you look at her; she's Southern Baptist, big Southern school, very straight laced. Give looking. me an L, give me an I, give <laughs> me a Z. Right. Actually, give me an S, give me an O, give me a B, give me an E. Right. Um, well, actually, you know what, uh, Mister Lifto, right. Who uh, is? You, yeah. I'm sure you know him, Mr. Yep. Lifto, because you work with Jim Rose Circus. Exactly. And he, um, every, he uh, I actually took over his duties when he left the circus, and then I just recently, this <laughs> July, had uh, had taken my leave of them. Uh, and well, his I remember seeing him with his wife. She's yep. a lawyer. Uh, actually, she's a massage therapist, but I think she did work as a legal aid. A legal uh, before, aid, but yeah. very, very. Straight oh, yeah. looking. Very beautiful. Yeah. The, she is the epitome you know, of what most you know, American males are looking for when they pick up that magazine and flip to the center. That's Well, I need to know, before you got involved in doing sort of, I don't know if you call it a, a sideshow or you even said I usually show describe side. myself as a sideshow inspired performance well, artist. That's the, you know, the $15 term yeah. for what I do. I'm a freak when you get so down to it. Was that your motivation for doing the lizard thing or was it something you just always wanted to do and that came after? It's a combination of both. It works out very well. Mm -hmm. It's a synergistic thing. I wanted to be green. I wanted to have two tongues. I like sharp teeth for sensual reasons. Implants. These things appeal to me. And, you know, as a performance artist, well, you know, if you're a writer and your book sells a million copies, you don't go back to flipping burgers. You live off being a writer. Mm -hmm. If you have to, you go back and flip burgers when you do. For myself, I'm a professional performer. When that pays the bills, it pays the bills. When it doesn't, well, we try and fill in until it does again. I want to answer phones. <laughs> I did that fill in for a little bit. Hey, check these out. I, just, I want to impress Lisa from Sobe. <laughs> right. And since you're here representing Sobe. Right. Check this out. Find the colors. You see that? Check this out. Subject, Sobe Beverages. D, I was more or less a Snapple man until I went from a casual listener on your show into a D-Snyder Radio craved madman. Now, Sobe Power is my beverage of choice. And he suggests two new flavors, Lentino Lemonade and Donkey Punch. But <laughs> Frank Blatos from Long Island uh, is just inspired by your efforts. And then here's a nice little side effect. Uh, D is an avid Sobe drinker. I get a lot of these, as yourself. I've come to a conclusion the triple ginseng in the Zen blend is a natural laxative. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> Bullseye AG, keep on rocking. Some of those Sobeys have that effect. Um, were you aware of Sobe before? I, I, they're a relatively new beverage. on the, you know, Relatively. Up here in Connecticut, it's been here for a while, right? Well, they're nationally distributed. I know they're nationally distributed, but then... Recently, Pepsi took over and what have you, so it's become a much bigger drink, much right. bigger awareness. Similarly to what you described, I first found Sobe, you know, going into a convenience store or something like that, looking at it, and of course, being who I am, everyone points out every reptilian-related thing in the world. Oh, so look, me. there's a lizard on that bottle. Right, so, you know, I got to try this. And it actually turned out that I am a big fan of things like ginseng and green tea because... It's part of my lifestyle. I have to be awake for 80 hours at a time sometimes, driving city to city, doing whatever, gigs and everything. So I see an energy drink, obviously. I give it a try. And, uh, you know, besides having that little tie-in that I kind of liked with their logo and everything, it was a good drink. You it bonded great with for it. me. Yeah, yeah, I bonded with it great. You know, and these, 
the adrenaline rush now is sort of my standard. Okay, I've got to stay awake after this show because I I beat my body down when I'm on stage. I I leave everything up there, including blood, sweat, tears, and occasionally some flesh. Well, so. what are the things you're doing with the gym? When we were talking sort of in general terms right. with the Jim Rose Circus, now you've replaced Mr. Lifto, right? And uh, many people know Mr. Lifto did. He tore his penis though. Mm -hmm. uh, that's Forever Torn? That is Forever Torn. He basically has now what uh, we'd probably call an involuntary sub-incision. Yeah, that guy in that uh, in that Modern Primitives right. book who did his split his right. own. There's actually been a, a large number of them. It's become something of a popular procedure. If you if you're looking at extreme genital modification, that would be one <laughs> of the more popular your ones. Penis. <laughs> well, there is a lizard. That had in Australia is it or someplace well, that has that? The, the Aborigines do it as a as a ritual, as a puberty ritual. They do a subcision. Have you considered? I I have considered. I'm uh, currently having fun with my piercings there right now. I'm oh, you're a Swiss Army larger. knife too. Yeah, <laughs> I used to call I used to call Keith Alexander that. Yeah, he said he would adjust the piercings for the ladies he was with. Yeah, pick the pick the jewelry they like. <laughs> Let them go to the rack. What would you like? What do you want me to put on there? I just never heard that term extreme genital modification. Well, that's what it is. There you go. Oh, I got to show you some pictures, honey. Oh yeah. <laughs> that might be considered sexual harassment. Though. I have to be careful of that unless we do it on the air. So, so what are you doing with the show with the Jim um, Rose Circus? Well, when I went out with Jim Rose, I And took, now you do yeah, it independently. Yeah, right. I took over my my first duties with Jim Rose, I took over the duties of Lifto, Enigma, Matt the Tube and Torture King. I was out on I was out Enigma for, the puzzle pieces, yeah. Right. I was out for about 8 years on my own beforehand and what had happened was a lot of times I was being billed as the one man Jim Rose Circus. I was this competition. Right. And uh, it came along that we actually went out on the road with Godsmack. And oh. getting ready for that tour, he said, look, I, I'm looking for new people. I'm looking for new acts. Would you like to get together? We talked it out. We went out and uh, did actually turn out to be a great tour. And I Godsmack's stayed with in town tomorrow night, by the way. I don't yep. know if you're going to be around. Um, I'm not going to be here. I'm actually catching up with them in New York. Oh, you are? Yep. I've uh, already made my arrangements to say hello to Sully and the boys. Good guys. Yep. Great so guys. what do you do in the act? I Well, I usually start out kind of simple. I let people stand on top of my stomach and jump on me on a bed of nails. I remember that. You did that at the Night of That's a Thousand right. Scars. Right. And then, uh, I then my I usually, mother was jumping on him. <laughs> 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 then I usually move on to something like some broken glass and everything. We pick up the pace as we go through. You walk and run over that, right? Yeah, I walk and run over broken glass. I carry people on my shoulders and jump in it. Do you, know, do you cut yourself? or? Uh, you occasionally I cut myself. Occasionally I don't. Uh, last... Uh, this past Sunday night, I was just doing a party for Sobe and, and Maxim down at the X Games. And a couple of people during the second run got to see me pull a shard of glass out of my foot on stage. I think that, that was must a, hurt, you know, right? I mean, that sounds like a silly question, but I are you in agony during the show? No, I'm more of a sensation junkie is the way I refer to that. Uh, pain is a pejorative response. It's when you don't like the sensation you're getting. I just sit back and say, hey, I'm just going to feel what happens and I'll make up my mind about it later. Mr. Lifto, oh, I saw him too. Yeah. Is it okay for me to reference Mr. Lifto? Oh, yeah, it's fine. He's a great guy. I okay. Love him. Well, he made an interesting observation. I saw him talking once. He says he deals with this levels of pain and whatever. He says, oh, but yeah. if he gets up in the middle of the night in the dark and stubs his toe, that hurts. Exactly. Because it's unexpected mm -hmm. pain and it's not a, a, a desired pain or something that you're anticipating. It's something completely comes out of left field. Exactly. Yeah. You've got you've to put yourself in the proper mindset, especially things like flesh hook suspension, things like that. If you're not in the right mental state to go into it, 
you will, you know, quote unquote, have a freak out or you physically go into into shock a lot of times. I stub my toe. I cry like a little girl. But right. when I'm on stage and I'm ready for it. And your hand goes in a raccoon trap. I can stick my hand in a live raccoon trap. You're you know? good to go. I can or smash fingers. Or starts the in the back oh, and yeah. power tool in the head. Yep. That's all. Power, cool. wait, wait. He's got a black. Head. I see a black and Decker box this is right the, in front uh, of him. What we have here is what I like to refer to as the black and Decker home lobotomy kit. Oh my God! Okay, he's putting a, a bit into the drill. Right. It's An a innocuous looking power, power drill. drill. Can I see Decker. that and make sure it's real? Yeah, go ahead. All right, pass it over there. Put it over here. Send that right over. Uh, that's fine. Yeah, you know, we don't want any phony baloney drills. Okay, it's a real power it's a black drill. Black and Decker. Nine point six volt. Yep. It is black and Decker. I see. Now you have it on reverse. Yeah, you can flip that over. Really? Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> I don't want to screw up your trick. It's no, like really go ahead. your brains out of it. No, this is, yeah. You know. side? Feels like a real deal? That's that's yeah, all there. Drill a hole in the console. Yeah. Usually, what we, usually what we do on stage is I actually do bring, uh, bring a piece of wood up there. Okay. And we actually drill mm -hmm. right through it on stage. All right. And all we have to do now is get a good lineup. Yeah, really okay, he's he putting it up to his nasal, into his nostril. He is that drill bit is about easily three inches long. He is going into his head with the nose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. In and out, in and out. My God, Nick, come over here and pull the pants down. Bend over. Let's see what you can do with your a hole. Oh my God. Oh, Woo. Okay. Oh yeah. We got a picture. Hey, we got a picture a of that. Nasal goo there. Oh. How about that? Is it blood? Now you gotta you gotta keep your tools Blood's clean. Not you gotta keep your tools clean. I oh no, he licked it off oh. with his tongue. Ooh. Even Lisa Stack, who's never seen this before. <laughs> oh my god, he licked the blood and 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 he just off. drilled into his head. You know what that is? That's a that was a residual thing when uh, when you do a lot of shows, you do get sort of worn out up there inside your head. And uh, that was probably just a residual little clot. Normally, I can do a show about 99% bloodless, but sometimes people want a little uh, fluid. What? No. What is oh, that? that's right, the gavage. This is uh, this is the one where Sobe really gets their uh, gets their plug. Um, usually, what I do is I take. Uh, this is a procedure that's been designed. That is completely. She's comatose. <laughs> she's bracing herself. I can see her walk, knuckles getting wet in the console. I take eight feet of surgical tubing. I insert it inside my nasal passage, work it down to the back of my throat, then swallow it like a sword into the stomach. We attach that to a quart capacity pump into which we will pour usually some Sobeys. Uh, I, I get my adrenaline rush right there to keep me going. Uh, then we get some ketchup, some chocolate syrup, some Pepto-Bismol, occasionally a little bong water, you know, all sorts of fun stuff in there. Bong that, water. Dark side's like right on. Pump that all right down into the stomach. All right, mix it up inside, a little internal blender action going on. Draw it back out through the tube. Pull the tubing out of my nose. Pour up cups, offer it to the crowd, and we have a little cheers on stage, a little toast for the oh! event. <laughs> With, and anybody, any takers? You got um, stomach acid in there, too. Exactly. It, uh, it changes color when it mixes with the bile in the stomach. You know what you'd be really good at? Withstanding torture. Um, well, yeah, if I was ready for it, right? <laughs> um, what kind of speeches <laughs> <laughs> to that? that one, you know, not unlike the crowds a lot of times. It's amazing, though, how many people will come up to drink your bile. I mean, if you go back to the Lollapalooza days, you had people, you know, you had all of the, the bands on tour coming up wanting to drink it on stage. Al Jorgensen was 
like dead set on setting a record for how much he could consume. And because of that, people now come up as sort of a fan tribute, I guess, to them, and they want the stuff. It's a security concern at some shows. We have to just say outright, we're not letting people up on stage because we'll get rushed. To drink. To drink the contents of my stomach. It, ama- it amazes me. I mean, I'm like, okay, I'm just putting it back where it was. It's all mine. But somebody else taking it, that, that even gets me to cringe now and then. Now, <clears throat> Nick, your speech was in there. I, I, uh, any observations? I don't understand where the drill went. Did the it, drill like, goes, here's the, here's the deal with your head. Um, this, I often refer to that as sword swallowing for your nose. You have two nasal passages. You have an upper and a lower. If you explore, you can find your way into that lower passage. And if you actually look, I've been put in a fluoroscope before with a six-inch nail pounded into my skull. Uh-huh. It travels right underneath the brain pan. So you could actually watch that spin in the new video fluoroscope x-ray machines. It's a great image. (laughs) (laughs) Doesn't do too bad on radio either. You know what's missing about this? Me talking about myself. (laughs) You You can't talk this, No, no. (laughs) But I do want to ask him, with the Strangeland film, one of the things that Keith Alexander, who's very big into piercing, branding, and, and things like that, one of the things he ran into is some people into body modification were angry Mm because they felt that I was propagating the image of, uh, of, um, you know, of people who were into body mod as being freaks and bad guys. Right. And, and, and actually, quite honestly, I changed my script significantly uh, and tried to put things in there that sort of uh, qualified that this guy was a sick guy because... People like Mr. Lizard or Lizard Man are trying to say, hey, you know what? Yeah, we've got a different lifestyle and we're into different things, maybe you, but we're not bad people. We're not evil people. We're regular people. I mean, beyond the makeup, right. our conversation we're having here, Beth, if you look like one of your straight ass friends, I mean, he's intelligent. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's very clear headed. He's, he's well spoken. He's very brave. Well, it seems that nothing is necessarily an indicator. Like you say, I mean, John Wayne Gacy paints. That doesn't make every painter a mm-hmm. homicidal killer right. either. I mean, and I think you're right about that. Is that um, Keith beforehand often said he's like, this is the you know this is the project that's going to get me thrown up against the wall by the industry that I've been in and beloved before. But, and you do have it, you have those sort of subsets of people within the body modification community that either think that they're so incredibly um, spiritual, or they're doing something so important, or they're just proving how hardcore they are. You know, they've got that mindset that they don't have enough of a sense of humor about themselves. I saw the movie and I was like, this is a cool horror movie. You know, that's, you, you made, you know, what, what is a horror movie? You get, you get your killer in there and you've got this, you know, the psychological aspects of what he's going through and his he- the bent that you gave him happened to be an internet and a body modification bent. And it was a really good story, and it, it hadn't been done. It, so you, you weren't know, freaked out, you weren't no, upset it, by it? You know, it needed to be done. In fact, you know, if I had anything to, to do, I would just get on the ratings board to have let you show more, to let you do more with the movie. Yeah, it would yeah. have been a lot more fun. Well, I found when I, when I started exploring the world, I mean, I really had no idea. And, and I was, like I said, I was taken with people's commitment obviously to body mod and 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 the type of people you know like i said you know it wasn't and you know and and i've been a freak show my whole life but not to that level right you know so i could certainly appreciate that kind of judge people being that judgmental but i one of my biggest things that i misconceptions on my part was i thought people were doing it sort of to hurt themselves to right. make themselves unattractive 
when in fact it was just the opposite. Yeah, it was for pleasure a, yeah. and because they thought it made them more attractive, not less attractive. Exactly. The way that I often explain, people say, well, why would you spend 450 plus hours getting your entire body and your face tattooed green? You know, what's going through your head? That's the mental image I have of myself, the way that I want to look. The same way that somebody might look in a mirror and say, you know, I'd like to be a little slimmer. I'm going to start working out more. Or, you know, I'd like to have different colored hair. All the makeup and the preening that we do as human beings just takes different forms. You know, for some of us, like myself, this is what we do. This is how we do it. For others, it's a custom-made, tailored suit. Now, have your have your relatives, your family, have they seen you perform? Uh, my everyone in my family has seen portions of my performance. My mom is very much the traditional mom in the sense that she's very squeamish. She gets the phone call after the show. Hey, mom, show's done. How'd it go? Fine. Are you hurt? No. Good. Want to talk to your dad? Okay, cool. And then my dad is like, hey, what'd you do this time? How yeah. big was the fireball? <laughs> you know, anybody die? Where'd you grow up? Um, I had a military family, but I grew up mainly in upstate New York. And how did they take to your initial, obviously there was a first tattoo and right. first piercing and how'd, mm-hmm. how'd you... There's a little bit of shock. I think, I mean, I can even still like walk by a mirror and just catch myself off guard and go, wow, you know, look at Because you remember what, what you I've used done. to look like. Yeah, yeah. We don't, we've never seen yeah. you before. Um, I, t- I might have something here. Um, well, what they first did... Driver's they, license. Yep. When they, first saw, <laughs> when they first saw my face, it was a bit of a shock. But I mean, I'm shocked when I see another tattooed face. I turn and look. Yeah. I stop and stare. It's not a normal thing to see. Now, is this your current driver's license? That is my current driver's license. I've purposely held on to and reused the photo for 10 years. Oh, they let you do that? Yeah. In New York, you can uh, re-register old, by mail and they just send you a new one with your old photo. Now, for a passport or something... I you, just you, I just renewed my passport. It's a good point. The passport agencies, you know, you can't wear a hat. You can't have anything in your photo. I had to send them a signed and notarized statement saying that what they were seeing was tattoos and surgery. And not just makeup. Yeah, because my old passport photo was taken when I was, you know, just 18 and nothing showed. Well, we're we're talking with the Lizard Man representing Sobe Beverages. Right. And uh, everybody knows I'm a fan of Sobe. You know, I'm pretty funny in general. So many times when people see me like on the street of my family, they'll see me like we're, with the mullet, you know, wearing with a Sobe in my hand, driving the Toyota with the fan. I'm like all the things that you hear me talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, it really does that stuff. So uh, uh, where can we see, where can, you know, people up here catch what you're doing? Uh, the easiest way that they can uh, generally find out what's going on is to go to my website because I try and keep track of uh, what's going on. In fact, uh, the headline right there right now says, listen to D. Snyder at 9 a.m. Right on. <laughs> you know, be out there with, uh, with the Soviet people. Just came from the X Games. I'm taking a little bit of downtime. I'm moving to Texas, but... Things always, things always pop up. October is the big Halloween month, and as things get finalized, we'll put it in there. I think we're actually going to be doing some more stuff with Sobe. We're going to try and get out there and do more stuff like we did at the X Games, more fireballs, maybe some more gorilla stuff. Just get out there and And what's them. your website? Uh, TheLizardMan.com. Easy Just enough. all one word. Is that, Lisa, does that mean no Sobe naughty nurses this year at our Strange Jam? Oh, damn. Oh, the nurses The nurses have been enforced since mm-hmm. I've been. I don't want to see the nurses go either. Don't, <laughs> don't lose the nurses on my account. I'm a big fan of the well, just send your niece or whatever that one was that was there last time. We'll just send one representative. Hey, man, it's great talking this to you. It's been fascinating. Yes. And, yeah, well, uh, you're, you're one of the only guys who can get me out of the bed at 5 in the morning to drive I, to Connecticut. I appreciate it, man. Thanks <laughs> a lot. I really do. All right, we're going to take a break. Coming back, what do we learn today is next. Uh, you know what you're playing for. D-Sign Radio Prize Pack and an autographed copy of the Twisted Tribute record, Twisted Forever. It's out in stores now. Stick around for more D-Sign Radio. This is Radio 104. D-Snyder Radio. Call 
Suck it on there. It was all it was all bumpy. It creeped you out. Kinda. <laughs> it held up pretty good. I found the whole discussion fascinating, though. Yeah, it's it's, it's amazing just to uh, to speak to a lot of these people because I mean I I discovered this right there. It's they're not what you'd expect. And you say, what do you expect? And you say, well, I don't know. But right. You, you, but I didn't expect. Really intelligent, bright, focused individuals mm-hmm. who are clear-headed, straight. Yeah, you know, I'm t- talking about uh, as far as drugs and alcohol or whatever, and and very much uh, are, are doing things to their bodies that they're very much in control of. You know, and that was one of the big things I learned quickly. I suppose you couldn't do things like that if you didn't have incredible mental strength. No, it's not. That's not the kind of thing. Like you, you know, you get drunk and wake up the next day. Oops. Yeah, you know, like I did that. I mean, that's a, a real commitment. You gotta get drunk a lot <laughs> to do that. <clears throat> All right, you know, Twisted Forever tribute to legendary Twisted Sister. Well, we've been giving away uh, every day this week a copy of the tribute album. It's got artists like Lit, Nine Days, Chuck D, Seven Dust, Sebastian Bach, Motorhead, Nashville Pussy, Overkill, Cradle of Filth, Step Kings, Joan Jett, Fu Manchu. And me uh, and Twisted Sister guys are on there as well. And we're giving away a copy in the prize pack, autographed by yours truly today. Dark Side, who's our sponsor? Today's brought to you by Planned Parenthood um, of Connecticut. Call 800-230-PLAN. Visit them on the web at www.ppct.org. Or check out their booth at the Radio 104 Fest. Also brought to you by Ricardo's Music Center, East Hartford, West Hartford, East Windsor, and now in the shops at 30 Plaza in Vernon. And also brought by the Spy Shop. Camera systems, nanny cams, military patches, t-shirts, security systems, whole bunch more. The Spy Shop, truth through technology, call 860-628-2075. And by Mr. Wallace's nose. What we learn, what we learn, what we learn today. What we learn, what we learn, what we learn today. Chris from Enfield. How are you, Chris? Hey, pretty good, Jay. Pretty good. How, what'd you learn today, bro? Well, that some things can shock and intrigue Beth more than Nick Lentino. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's true. That is very true. Also, from the Lizard Man, I learned that there are some people who drink things more disgusting than Nick's urine. Yeah, man. He put your your urine to shame, bro. Oh, yeah. I mean, urine is nothing compared to what that guy was drinking. Hold on, Chris. I don't want to compete with that. You can't compete? No. You're not going to one-up him? I'll let him have that. Okay, I thought maybe you take the drill and (laughs) go up there with it. No. Beth, what did you learn? On the similar lines, I learned that... Just when you think you've seen it all, some guy sticks a drill in his head. (laughs) (laughs) You never got that on Jake's show. No, sir. No, sir. (laughs) Uh, Let's go to uh, Mike from Enfield, another Enfield boy. Enfield representing today on D. Snyder Radio. Hey, Mike, what's going on? What's up? Uh, Yeah, I learned uh, basically that 
cycle down to exit the building a different way today because Mr. Wallace is going to come ear collecting. <laughs> Are you, Watch your back. Yeah, no kidding. Mr. Wallace is in town. Hold on a second, Dark Side Dave. What's going on, bro? Yes, my no. friend. Two things. What? I learned that um, Psycho Dan, the last member of the show that my dad was going to come after, Psycho Dan finally did it today. Now you're on his list, too. You're on his he's re, the club. He's reassembling the Mr. Wallace voodoo doll. At first, I thought it was just D, Beth, Nick, and Sean, <laughs> but now, congratulations, Psycho, you're on that list. And number two... Uh, I think he's jumped to number one with a bullet. I think so, actually. <laughs> and but then Nick was doing things with it, so it's... Nick... It's all out war, buddy. Just keep that in mind. Oh, oh. Ah. Just keep that in mind. Oh, this means war. Rob from Stratford. How you doing, Dave? I'm good, man. What did you learn today, bro? Uh, what I learned today was a stock market tip. If I were to invest in the people that make your clothes, I'd be a rich man because of all the material it takes to cover you up. <laughs> <laughs> That's a lot of material. Yeah, just one area, though. It's just. <laughs> what do they call that a bolt of fabric, just for that area? Yeah, a bolt, yeah, a bolt for the bolt. Hold on a second, Rob. Nikki, 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 Nikki. Well, it's not like I learned anything really new today. I mean, Dark Side's been a wuss before. And he proved that today when I won a prize, and every prize <laughs> given with Sagan Sevas is precious. And he came in and destroyed his own dad. You were, All right, and you were molesting my father's penis on the doll. Well, before um, I molested his penis, before I molested his penis, I won him fair and square. <laughs> And your dad's, despite whatever's going on with his nose, one of his testicles is bleeding right now. And he doesn't have any legs. So, it's going to be a big yeah. mess at home. He had genitalia? What's that? I can't even pick at it. Was he anatomically correct under those shorts? Uh, I don't know. You got, dad got a small dick? <laughs> you know what they say. Uh, okay. Big nose. Yeah. That's right. That's yeah. right. Big hose. <laughs> That's what they say. <laughs> more than a couple bolts, if that's... Let's go to the bolts. <laughs> Let's get the Bowman from Long Island. Strong Island, Bowman, represent. Hey, How you doing, buddy? Good. I learned that Wookiees really do rip people's arms out of the sockets. When they <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Right on, yeah. <laughs> that's what they do. He tore the arms right off that thing. Good one, Bowman, right? That's Long Island there. Well, what did I learn? Well, I learned that Mr. Wallace has a very good sense of humor, much like myself. Yeah. Yeah. Bravo, Mr. Wallace. You're a good man. And uh, that, that, what was the name of your band again? Moonchild. Moonchild had one condom. How disgusting is that? Sharing a condom. A I mean, it, gross. Just like Swampy said, we washed it. We weren't animals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was lucky until the last time. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, Swampy. So, anyways, more. I'm looking forward to Moonshot Behind the Music tomorrow. Episode four. 
What was the tease Things on that? fall apart. <laughs> Say the band starts falling apart. Try to get rid of the double bass attack. Oh, yeah, yeah it's ugly next tomorrow. Yeah. So I want to tune in for that. And these people later in the show saying, what the hell is all that all about? Well, it's at 7 o'clock every morning we're doing it. Who knows? We may run it as a special break uh, next week or something in a later hour. Okay. Uh, well, we got to pick somebody. Sean, what do we First got? First, you got to do the truffle shuffle. No. <laughs> All right. First off, Chris from Enfield learned that some things can shock and intrigue Beth more than Nick, <laughs> and some people will drink more disgusting things than Nick drinking his own urine. Mike from Enfield learned that Psycho is leaving the building a different way today in fear of Mr. Wallace collecting his ears. Rob from Stratford learned that if he in, if he invests in the companies that make your clothes, D, he's going to be rich because of all the material it takes to cover you up. And finally, Bowman from Long Island learned that Wookiees really do people do rip people's arm sock, arms out of their sockets when they get pissed. Well, I think we know who the winner is. It's the Bowman. Got to so. be the Bowman. Yeah, Bowman. Hey, Dave. You're the man. We got the, uh, you get the prize pack, all right? Great, thanks. Uh, where are you from on Long Island? Uh, Hampton Bays. Okay, they got good signal out there, too, in the Hampton Bays. Sometimes. You got to represent. If you don't have your D-Euro in your vehicle, you're going to have one soon, because we're going to send some in your prize pack, okay? All right, thanks. All right, cool. Hold on a second. We'll get your information. Mike, Rob, Chris, well played. But not today. Special thanks to Sobe Beverages bringing the lizard man in here today and the lizard man himself yeah. for hanging out. Thanks, Lisa. You don't even have a license, Lisa. That's no, some weird science. Anyways, tomorrow on D-Sider Radio, Moonchild, like I said, part four, episode four, and behind the music, story, the plot thickens. This story is going to hell in a handcart, I'll tell you that. Uh, and thank you, Matt from Agawam, for his excellent work on that one. And, of course, Dark Side Dave for his production work. Sully from Godsmack. We, had, we will be interviewing Sully from Godsmack. How can I say that with authority? Because we taped it yesterday. <laughs> it's in the can. It's in the can. Did you check the tape? Yeah, we're cool. Okay. We have it under lock and key. So there's no crickets chirping. And it was a fun interview with Sully. We've spoken to him a number of times. They're coming to town tomorrow night. Big show with the Deftones and Puddle of Mud at the ctnow.com, Meadows Music Theater. If you don't got your tickets, grab them up. It's going to be a great metal show. Also, on the road with Mudbone. Hopefully, we've been teasing. We've been telling you it's coming. But it is coming, finally. And, uh, and with any luck, we have a special of couple of special calling guests as well tomorrow, but I'm not pre-announcing them because they're musicians. And we all know about musicians who have to wake up early in the morning to call in when they're performing that night. Something I wouldn't do. So uh, we'll see if they call. Who knows? Okay. Well, Will Cow's up next. Have a great day, everybody. See you tomorrow bright and early with D-Sider Radio. It's Radio 104. No, we ain't gonna take it. Uh, You're yeah. welcome anytime in, inside the town. You know you. I drive by Naugatuck all the time down Route 8. That's right. And now you can feel more comfortable. You don't have to roll up the windows <laughs> and lock the doors. Oh, like, it's always beautiful ride down that way. <laughs> Thanks, Howie. Just that one stretch on Rubber Avenue. But other than that, it's beautiful. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> Rubber Avenue. God, you want to have one of those signs for your wall in your bedroom when you're a kid. <laughs> <laughs> rubber Avenue. She said rubber. Uh, Beth, what did you learn today? 
I learned the proper protocol and etiquette to having an affair, and that is that you have to shower together afterwards, I believe, Nick said. No, you don't shower together. I mean, you, you shower separately. You have to shower, though. After you have an affair, you should take a shower. Yeah. <laughs> to get rid of any evidence. Yeah. Okay. All right. Very good. Good to know. Thanks, Nick, for the tip. No problem. For that sometime in the future when you have a sordid affair with somebody. You never know what information you're going to need. I learn a lot from Nick every day. Okay. We got another call. Mo. Hey there. What up? What's going on? How you doing, man? What'd you learn today? Hey, I, I learned that uh, if I want to get Beth, I really got to be just a little bit wittier. Your golf quiz was pretty good. It was tough to get, get out of those questions. Oh, yeah, that, Mo. <laughs> Yesterday, she was cooperative. She was playing along with you. But today, <laughs> yeah, she said, okay. Well, you- I decided Dark Side Davis is going to have to work a little bit harder. I yeah, no problem well, with that. There's going to be some other ones, too. I'll make sure I get a quiz in here and there. But, uh, All right. You know, we'll get, we'll get a couple of different quizzes. See if I can get you again. See what you can do, Mo. Yeah, do that, Mo. Because, you know, I mean, it's not even fair, quite honestly. It's just blur. I, it, honestly, not, I'm saying it's the dark side, Mo. Uh, dark side, you know, if she was to sit there and went in the room and read a list of, of words for us, right. it, wouldn't, it wouldn't be fun. Yeah, it There's wouldn't no be as cool. There's no challenge. Yeah. It's when you hear... Rub one out, you know, <laughs> or a bunch of balls. A bunch of <laughs> balls. You know, and you know, that's when it's funny. Well, we got her to say rubber today, which is a plus. Ooh, rubber, rubber. Rubber helps. No, mark that down. Hold on, Mo. You guys can make that anything dirty. Sure, we can. We're, we're, we're all dogs. <laughs> it's just we, just, we see something sorted in just about everything. Um, dark side. I learned if my father and uh, my brother both went into a giant tank of cow manure, wait my turn, and um, it might not be necessarily a very good idea to go after him. All right. I might, might want to wait that, that one out. Good say, that's, when the second one goes in, just dial 911. <laughs> yeah. I think in any situation where one person goes in and doesn't come out, another person goes in and doesn't come out, don't go in. Yeah. You got to feel pretty damn stupid at that point. <laughs> yeah. You do. You got to feel stupid. I was like, I, I, I told you the story, but I remember with Twisted years ago, we come from a club. I get pulled over by a cop for speeding or whatever. My first band member, he comes up, sees me. He pulls over. They arrest him for drunken driving. Mm. The next band member pulls up. He pulls over. They arrest him for drunken driving. Every guy <laughs> in the band stopped to see what was going on. When you see all the four cars lined up, you figure the fifth band member says, you know what? I'm just going to keep on driving because I'm doomed. But no, we don't, we don't think like that. We're all kind of stupid. Let's talk to, oh, let's talk to Shelly. Hello, Shelly. Hi, D. How are you? Doing pretty good this morning. Good. What did you learn today? Well, I learned that Darkseid is developing a serious complex about his weight, especially after that little comment by Beth on the blubber. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he is. And the man boobs. I'm sorry, Darkseid. You know, I, I, it's just something about the word blubber compared to fat. <laughs> you know, if somebody was to say, you know, you gotta, you're carrying a little, if she was to say, you're carrying a little extra fat around your waist. You're eating you know? for two. I'm yeah, just using I the technical term that they, they use. <laughs> On giant whales. Right. See, the, the, it's just a hard word, blubber. Good observation, Shelly. A line was crossed. I think that's what Shelly's saying. When it, and I think that's what Darkseid's saying. Blubber is something, you know, that you use usually for only the biggest fat, of the fattest of the fat. And I don't think Darkseid deserves that no, yet. He's not yet. the fattest of the fat. Oh not even close. Not even close. No, he's getting thinner by the day. Actually, because you're so big, you appear relatively slim. 
<laughs> it's all stretched Hold on, out. Shelley. Sarcasm will get you guys nowhere. <laughs> oh, um, well, Nick, what did you learn? I'm a nice man. Give it to them, dark side. That's what they want. Yeah, I'm an ass man. Uh, I learned that uh, I function much better on a two-drink limit. Uh, I only had a couple drinks last night at the uh, company party, and when I came home, I actually had some soda, and I felt much better today. Did, we, the show. did we inspire you? Did your co-workers sitting there... Sober and clean, and uh, having a nice conversation without the uh, without demon alcohol introduced. Uh, yeah, partly, but I mean, we were here working uh, up until the point that we went to the party, and several other members of the company had already been at the party for a few hours. So when we arrived, everybody was drunk, and, and you got uh, to see what you look like. Yeah, I mean, uh, I was sober, <laughs> so I was like. This isn't that cool. <laughs> you know what I mean? So You didn't yeah. want to be a close talker? No. No. Oh. So I function yeah. much better. You know, so I'm going to have a two-drink limit each night. Except on the weekends, that's I'll binge start. drink. Two a night, that's 14 a week. <laughs> no, plus binge drinking on weekends. Oh, binge drinking on weekends is allowed? I, I still got to binge drink on weekends. But maybe Mondays I won't have a drink. We'll see if I can do that. So you'll be somewhere around 25 drinks a week. Yeah, that's it. It's reasonable. That's a, that's 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 a, that's yeah. the safe zone. That doesn't sound like a problem. No, <laughs> twenty five a week. It's <laughs> <laughs> not a problem. <laughs> Your liver can handle that. Yeah. Sure, for a sure. couple years. Yeah, no kidding. Uh, let's talk to Maddie. Well, hello, Maddie. Hey, D. What's up? How you doing, man? What'd you learn today? Well, I learned that you know, if the four of you were trapped in a life or death situation, that the three of you would be drinking shot glasses of bet urine, and she'll be drinking a mug of yours. <laughs> Hmm. I've got a lot to offer. Hmm. I'm a big man, Maddie, but thank you for noticing. Hold on a second. Will you take care of yourself? I'm pretty sure that, that you get uh, your urine be okay. Very few impurities. Yeah. If you want to talk about quality urine, I'm like a racehorse. Yeah. I, I'm like, it's, it's only the best. Yeah. No uh, garbage. Nick, God. you're getting Mobile Mart. Mm -hmm. You're getting the best that Mobile Mart has to offer. <laughs> you're getting frozen tacos and burritos. Yeah. Slim Jims. Slim Jim. Slim Jim P. No, that's like. <laughs> What's wrong with that? What are you, Mr. Beef Eater? No kidding. Uh, yeah. Beef P. Yeah. <laughs> you beef? It smells like a fart. It's the only P that smells like a fart. What I learned today, it's a, it's kind of an offshoot of Dark Side Days, but it's it's I think even though he kind of went there, I learned how to kill a town of rednecks. How do you do that? Well, you you know, just basically tell you get one of them. It just starts with one. Tell them, I I'd probably lie to him and tell him it's like a million dollars in the manure tank. Oh right. And then his friend would go follow him because he didn't come back. And then the next one, and the next one, and soon they'll be lined up for miles. Mm -hmm. Eventually, unless somebody stopped him, I think probably that after the third guy went in, somebody put a halt to it. Because I know my pe I know my uh, you know Southerners. They would have followed. The whole town would have been in that tank. You know there was somebody else waiting to go in. <laughs> exactly. They pulled one guy off yeah. the ladder. They said, wait a minute. Three's enough. Just hold on somebody here. Somebody from out of town happened by. <laughs> they saw what They're was going dying on. in there. Let me explain <laughs> physics to you. Yeah. They're not going to stop dying when you pile <laughs> the bodies up. It's like a freaking gas chamber in there, for God's sakes. All right, uh, Sean, read me the minutes. How we learn Naugatuck does not stink, especially knowing that Beth is from the talk. That's nice. Mo learned if he wants to get Beth, he needs to be a little wittier. 
Shelly learned Darkseid is developing quite a conscience regarding his weight problem. Complex. Complex. Sorry. Especially when it comes to the comment about blubber. Chubby. I'm sorry, Darkseid. It's not a weight problem. Jesus. <laughs> it's an issue. Maddie, Maddie learned if um, the four of you were trapped, two of you would drink shots of Beth's urine, and Beth would be drinking a mug of yours, Dave. I, mean, I don't know, a mug. Whatever I needed to survive, but I wouldn't say fill her up, you know? <laughs> <laughs> How about another? Bartender, hit me again. <laughs> Keep them coming. <laughs> um, I want I'm, I'm leaning toward Maddie. Is that the urine? Yes. Yeah, urine, urine guy. Urine guy. Yeah. You're the man. All right. All right. We got the D-Sider Radio prize pack, which today includes, along with the mullet t-shirt, the Euro stickers, best D-Sider Radio CD, and we're throwing in my new CD, Never Let the Bastards Wear You Down, which is coming out on Tuesday, August 22nd. All right, man? Great. All right, hold on. Uh, you hold on the line. We'll get your info. Everybody else, thanks for playing along, but we got to go. We're all the way into Omar Shift. Mm. Well, 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 well. Well, went to the tuck. Do I feel that I know more about Beth Lockwood? Lisa, you talked to my mom and my sister a little bit. I can't help but know more. Mm -hmm. To walk the streets, to breathe the air. Well, not the same air. The air you were breathing stunk pretty bad, I guess, when you were a kid. <laughs> but, you know, and to see, well, this is where she hung out, and this is where she walked across the other side to get away from, and this is where, you know, she went to school, and the hills you climbed, and where you played catch with your sis, and, mm -hmm. the, you know, yeah, I feel I know a little more about you. Good. still, you're still an interesting bird, you know, and, uh, and, uh, as long as I could do worse. Thanks. As a representative. Thanks. I mean, as a compliment. <laughs> you should be proud. Darkside, did you... I mean, I know I could trip. Did you get anything from it? You glean? Uh, yeah, actually, I, I thought it was a very cool place. I could hang out there. You could spend a Dean's. day. You could swing by Savoie Hair, get your hair trimmed, and then head over to Dean's. It's a very homey type of place. I, I like it. Savoie Hair, new mullet, down to Dean's to test it out. Yeah. You know, road tested at Dean's. Go over to Just Does, get a tattoo. This does grab it, grab a video for home viewing later on. I can, I can hang out. Pick there. up a birthday gift for Nick, one of them butt plugs or something. <laughs> Ask your parents if I could rent a room for a weekend. Yeah, I'm sure they'd let you stay. They wouldn't right. even charge you rent. And anything you, you were there, Nicholas, pick up anything? Yeah, a lot of novelty items and stuff. No, um, it, you know what? It reminded me a watered down version of San Francisco. Just because of the hills, right? Yeah, but they had some nice old Victorian houses and stuff yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, there so are. It was pretty cool. Yeah, it was wow. interesting. I've never been to San Francisco, but I'll, I guess I'll take that. All right. Well, maybe we'll, you know. I think we want to go to Longmeadow sometime. We've got to. We've got to explore that. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. It's trouble. Give me a dat machine, a mic. Yeah, we better go soon before the flowers die because my mom wants you to check out the backyard. Flowers die <laughs> and before they change the name of the team and erase his name from the uh, from the records. Uh, all right, let's see. Next week on D. Snyder Radio, we've got a major announcement of appearance we're doing somewhere in this state later on this month. We're going to be sharing with you our plan for our vacation. Not where we're going and stuff, but like what we're going to do with the vacation. It's going to be very interactive. Best of D-Signer Radio while we're away is going to be totally different than it's been before. You're going to love it. 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 
brand new on the road with Mudbone will be headed your way. Of course, there'll be the feud and D-mail and all the good things you've come to know and love and expect from a fine program like D. Snyder Radio. All right. Have a great weekend, everybody. And enjoy this week's On the Road with Mudbone as we fade into the sunset.